So, we're back with the Trump card. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. It's Corey J. With Rome. And, and we're going to go ahead and we're going to get into the nitty and gritty early. Real early. So, we got the scores and the headlines coming at you first. It's been a wild week, week 18. Some losses that we didn't expect. Some losses that we definitely expected and that should definitely be talked about. Coming down the list, we got <laughs> Colts. Yep. I was going to say it, but I'm going to say all my emotions for when it's time. Colts. So, first game, Kansas City-Denver. Kansas City almost let it go. Um, I'm not going to lie. Kansas City did not deserve to win that game. The score was 28-24 Kansas City, and they only won due to a Melvin Gordon fumble at the seven-yard line. Yeah, that was – I'm not going to lie. I was rooting for the um, Broncos to go. Because I was like, well, that just makes it easier for my Titans. Oh, yeah. Give them a lower seat. ranking in the lower seating. Push them down a little bit further. I really did, you know, I thought that they had it. They did. They No, don't say that. They had it. They, they had they, it. They just didn't secure the bag. They fumbled the bag. Literally. Why did you not secure the bag? I mean, hey. And then when they were, they tried to make up for their mistake when they were down and go for a field goal and play it safe, but they couldn't get Mahomes off the field. He just ran the clock out. He should have went for it on fourth down. He had nothing to lose. I was sitting, um, I actually have a buddy. He's a Broncos fan. Mm-hmm. We were watching the game. I told him I need y'all to win. As soon as I said that, Melvin Gordon fumbled it. And I was like, oh, shit. Then, when they were kicking a field goal, I was like, why are you kicking a field goal, Fangio? Why are you not? There's two, two ways of thinking in the NFL. Either it's like, we're not going to the playoffs. Let's go for it. Or it's, we can stop him, get a field goal, and possibly come back down to score. He obviously thought the second one. I don't know how when you see four minutes and 40 seconds on the clock and you have Patrick Mahomes on the other side, you thought that you were going to go back down the field. Because you had two timeouts left. You didn't even have all three. You had two timeouts left. Four minutes left. Four minutes left. Plus the two minutes, so really three timeouts. That's what I'm saying. You got three timeouts so left. You're not really you're not really playing this smart. You should have gone for it. The reason I said they should have gone for it is because you were in control of your own destiny at that point. You were in control of the once whole game. You gave, once you gave the ball to the other side and you were down, you were down five. I mean, you were down four points. That means that you no, would have. they were down seven points. They kicked a field goal. That made them down four points. Yes, you were down seven points, kicked you the field goal, so now you're down four points. Why would you kick the field goal if you're down seven points? And now if you kick the field goal, that means you still have to score. You still have to score. Imagine they score and win for two. Game could have been over. Next game, we got Dallas-Philadelphia. Dallas put 51 on them. It was 51-26, to Dallas. But I'm not going to lie. Philadelphia got a team. Dallas, I, I, every time I look at Dallas, I get more and more concerned about it. But them. they played their starters all three quarters. Not Well, not all, you can't say all three, but three out of four quarters, all the starters for Dallas played. Jalen Hurts was benched. Devontae Smith for the Eagles was benched after one possession. He got the record, and they sat him down. So the Eagles knew they were getting in the playoffs. Are you more impressed with the Eagles or the Cowboys this game? I am more impressed with the Eagles this game because it was really until the last second that they really just said, okay, screw it, we're all it was, done. It was still close the all the e- way throughout. All the way throughout until about the fourth quarter, yeah. Mm-hmm. The Eagles, um, what they simply were just like, they were like, man, we're taking everybody out. We're trying to save our team for the playoffs. We already made it. We already made it. They gave people who have never touched the field um, time to touch the field. Time Gardner to- Minshew played. Gardner Minshew started. 
Oh my goodness, and Gardner Minshew, he actually he actually had a pretty decent outing, I'm not gonna lie. He's not a bad quarterback. Uh, Wait till I tell you this funny stat. He's not a good quarterback. Anyway. Oh yeah, for sure. For he's sure. not bad, but he's also not good. He's he's in the same category as Davis Mills. Um, another game, these are going in order. Then we had a game that I didn't expect to happen. Green Bay loses thirty to thirty seven at Detroit. Detroit puts 37 points on Green Bay, who so far has been top five in defense all year. Meanwhile, they haven't played everybody. Aaron Rodgers only played one quarter. Still, what do you think about this game? Um, that, I ain't gonna lie. This is probably the most like this is the most not surprising one. Not gonna lie. Really? To me personally, because the Packers had already secured the number one seed two weeks ago. Well, let me let me ask you this. What does this say about Jordan Love? Every game he's played has never been good. And you could always say the Packers have some bad, superior backups. I don't know why they drafted Jordan Love. High, too. They very drafted, high. Yeah, they drafted him first round. I don't... Second. I, I don't... Second round. Oh, it was early second round. Yeah, I, I don't... I don't I don't know why they did that. That, that wasn't... Um, you had Aaron Rodgers. I got a hot take. I said it last week. The Lions are almost a good football team. Yeah. I stated that the Lions are probably um, because all the Lions games, if you really want to think about it, are close. Even this one. Even this one, yeah. The Lions did, haven't really just gotten just destroyed in a minute. Thirty-three, um, forty-one. They lost to the Forty ers Close. Um, thirty points though. They putting up thirty pointers almost. They every lost game. to the they lost to the Ravens in overtime or not overtime last <clears> second <throat> of the game, nineteen to seventeen. Close. Um, that's Super close. close. But that's just, that's Tucker though. He a kicker. That's a real kicker. The Vikings only beat them by two points. Um, they beat the Steelers, didn't they? Or who did they beat? They tied with the Steelers. Tied the Steelers. They tied the Steelers. Who's in the playoffs? Who's in the playoffs, ladies and gentlemen? That's they lost by nine to the Rams, who are supposed to be title contenders. Right. Supposed to be. Um, they lost by three to the Browns. They're the biggest disappointment this whole season. That's what I'll say. Lost by two to the Bears. So long story short, the Lions are almost there. They J- beat the the last six games have been the best games in Lions history, honestly. Because they don't usually get that close. They they don't normally three they won three out of the last six games. Um here's another game that didn't surprise either one of us. Jacksonville Playing home versus Indiana, put the brakes on them, twenty six to eleven. We both took Jacksonville. I had Jacksonville by a touchdown. You had Jacksonville by a field goal. Here's what I'm gonna say. I told you, Trevor Lawrence. You agreed, but I just want y'all to know on the air. I told you, and you you gave me the fascinating stat. What was the stat about Indianapolis? Indianapolis had not beaten Jacksonville in Jacksonville in the last seven meetings. Seven. Years. In the last seven meetings in Jacksonville, they have not beaten them. So now you bring them in, and you have Carson Wentz no, as your quarterback. Before you go on, okay. Here's what makes it worse: the Jacksonville have only had, Jaguars have only had one winning season in eleven years, one. But for the past seven, they know that when they play them at home, they're gonna get that dub. That one at least. They at least gonna get that dub. So go on, go on. That's, I just gotta say that. Um, but yeah, Carson Wentz. I'm sorry. 
The Eagles got the best of that deal. The Eagles got the absolute best of that deal. Can they got say, rid of a garbage quarterback. Can we say with a trade? I'm not going to lie. When Nick Foles, the backup, came through and won the Super Bowl. That should have told you, you something. That should have told you something. He and won then, three games, though, and then, in the playoffs. Three games. Three games in the playoffs. Then, when he came back, Carson Wentz came back, he did absolutely nothing. And they had already traded Nick Foles to Jacksonville. Yep. By that time, Nick Foles wasn't doing anything in Jacksonville because he but really. But it's Jacksonville. It's Jacksonville. You know, at that point, it's. You go like, to Jacksonville, your career is done. You're dead. Yeah. So now they trade him off to the Colts. I don't know why uh, they just want to give all their people to the AFC, AFC South, but. Hey, give your trash players to the AFC South. You see, the Titans didn't go for him. Exactly. And it's like, you traded who? You said Carson Wentz. We're good. We got Tannehill. We're, We're good. good. Tannehill's a decent quarterback. I keep saying it, but any quarterback that gets hit more than forty times in the league is gonna fuck up. I ain't gonna lie, he ain't even been fucking up like that. Recent, what's what I'm saying? In recent weeks, the line's been healthy. Since, actually, as a matter of time, as a matter of fact, I can honestly say Tannehill, his worst games were all the games where AJ Brown wasn't there and Derrick Henry. Wasn't. But listen, when they had the line get healthier and Foreman started breaking out. And we just started getting back to our regular system, running the damn ball. Tannehill was like, look, that's not Henry back there. But god but damn it. Damn it, I'm a hand to this bitch. <laughs> but god damn it, you're working. Yes. Fuck it. Hillier got to keep his job and Jeremy McNichols was McNichols out. is gone. McNichols got way. I like McNichols. He was a he was not a good back. He was a good Pass receiver. Catcher. Pass catcher. He was a receiver. But Hillier got that boom boom. He's gone. Yeah, like, and Hillier can pass catch. And so, he's faster. Yeah. So I hate it for Jeremy McNichols. I really do because I really was like I really was rooting for it's him. It's not personal. It's not personal. We're just trying to win the Super Bowl, man. It's not personal. And we might need to sign somebody. Personally, else. I would have kept him on the roster because you can use him in the slot. If you he catches the ball well. But yeah. they must have they must have something else up their sleeve. Because if you think about it, we're really deep. Let me tell you before we get to our own team. We got the Washington football team, soon to be named in a few weeks. Don't know what, but we'll find out. Oh, they're actually getting a name. <laughs> they're getting a name. They're getting a they name. They have not told the public what it is. They won against the Giants 22-7. We both called that game. Yeah. But um, <clears throat> what can be said about the NFC least? Next game, yeah. <laughs> um, Minnesota at home. I just feel like, can we, can, we, can we talk about the Giants real quick? What about them? I'm sorry. What? I, I don't know if they thought that they were in contention for the one seed what? a couple weeks ago or what was going on, but the Giants have been purposefully bad. I think you ran a QB sneak on the four-yard line on third and long. In your own. In your own, on your own four-yard line. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that's. But I look at this roster, though. I look at this roster. You got Logan Ryan. You got Leonard Williams. You got Saquon Bart. You got Evan Ingram. You got um, freak. You got talent in the receiving position. I forgot his name. You know, it's just what can you do, man? You got all this stuff. I Kenny Galladay, Sterling Shepard. They got Jalen Smith from the Cowboys. Like I guess John Ross, Logan. I mean Darius Slayton, Kyle Rudolph. Former pro tight end, pro bowl tight end, Kyle Rudolph. Kyle Rudolph still in the league? Yeah, he's but he went to New York and now nobody knows what he's doing. Yeah, he's old as hell. He ain't old. He just went to the New York. 
I think that it's just Joe Judge. you Judd, go to New York, your career depletes. I think Joe Judge knew that the team was is good and that he just didn't know what he was doing. But also, he had a lot of injuries. What are you looking for? But yeah, he had a lot of injuries, like to very important players. Mm-hmm. But also, Daniel Jones is just not good. Daniel like Jones, I don't know why the hell they drafted him. Because everybody thought they were going to select like Lamar Jackson or something like that in that draft. Or even, uh, who who was in that draft from Alabama? Alabama had a quarterback in there too. I think it was Hurts. No, I think it was... Um, huh. It was the one with Baker Mayfield. It was his class. That, that's Hurts. No, Hurts No, was, that's not Hurts. That, um, Hurts went to Oklahoma. That's, um, I forgot. Tua was in Hurts class. It wasn't Tua. It was uh, the guy before him. I forgot his name. But continue. They were, wondering, they were wondering why they didn't pick up Josh Allen. Yeah, he was in that draft. You had Josh Rosen, Josh Allen, Baker Mayfield. I think it was the 2000... Uh, 2019 draft. Yeah. Looking it up right now. Found it. Talk to me, man. No, nah, no, nah, it was the uh twenty twenty. No, twenty uh twenty eighteen. Twenty eighteen draft. Twenty eighteen draft. Twenty eighteen draft. That's when they got Daniel Jones. Has it only been three years, dude? Wait, did they get Daniel Jones? Or did they get him in nineteen? We are gonna find out. We're gonna find this out. Cause I need no, to know. No, they got Saquon Barkley in twenty eighteen. But I thought they had another pick. He was drafted 2019 draft. Okay, so pick, he was the sixth pick in the 2019 draft. Yes, this draft, ladies and gentlemen, had Kyler Murray. Josh Allen. It was Josh. Kyler Allen. Murray and Josh Allen got traded from the Jaguars to the Bills. But look, Kyler Murray is in this draft. Josh Allen was taking the pick after him in this draft. What a what other quarterback is in here? Because I gotta know now. Now, now I need to. Oh, know. that's the linebacker, Josh Allen. Quarterback Josh Allen, um, Daniel Jones, Dwayne Haskins, Drew Locke. This is not a good quarterback class. Wow, this is ugly. Gardner Minshew is in this draft. You could have taken Gardner Minshew. I like him, but um, here's here's what I'm gonna say. They're not good. They're just not good. Daniel Jones is just not good. Um, Minnesota was at home versus Chicago. They won 31 to 17. Nothing really surprising there. Two teams not making the playoffs. They're both pretty garbage. It is what it is. Oh, well. Next game, Titans on the road. A nail-biter, as usual, for Titans fans. I knew it was going to be a dub, but I thought it was going to be a blowout. And from the from halftime, it was a blowout. From halftime, it was a blowout. And I'm like, oh, are they going to shut these guys out? And then Davis Mills said, Coach, I got this. What did I tell you? I'm sorry, Davis Mills is scary. What did I tell you? I'm not going to lie. I told you. He can exploit the. He hell hasn't out of turned defenses. the ball over in four weeks. Yeah, he um he he can exploit defense. He's thrown for three hundred yards two out of the last four weeks. One of them two was against us. That man was balling. Yeah. Who is Amendola? Where did he come from? Danny Amendola. I know him, but I'm like he was with the Patriots. But when you leave the Patriots, you're nothing. And like he, Wes Welker, Julian Edelman, Amendola. Once they leave the Patriots, they're nothing. This man was like, today, y'all gonna remember him. A, I'm not gonna lie. The the way that Davis Mills plays, similar. he plays similar to Brady. Similar. 
similar Pocket to Brady. quarterback. I looked at how he was picking apart the defense, and he did that to the last four games that they played. I've been watching when he uh, picked apart. He was picking apart defenses left and right. They don't have no starting talent on this team, y'all. Like, not even linemen, not even receivers, not even running backs. And he's been keeping all his big games very close. Well, David Johnson's a running back. He's just, mm. he's old. Mm. Pittsburgh beat Baltimore. <laughs> you called it. I called it. Oh. I said Pittsburgh by seven, but they went to overtime. That was a very exciting game. I said Baltimore by three. I said Pittsburgh was going to win for the simple fact Baltimore's not going to the playoffs. If that was the spread, Baltimore, like, plus three, like, Mm-hmm. I would have. I would have took that. You would have took that. That was nice. Give the, me my um, credit. Baltimore though. plus three. Yeah, you can straight with that. But they still lost. I should have picked the Pittsburgh. point. The, uh, the plus three point five. Yeah, you've been good with that. I should have picked Pittsburgh though. I did, I just Big Ben makes you a believer, man. This week we're also yeah. going to be uh, having like betting odds and whatnot. That way we're able to like give some of you guys that like to go out there and gamble and whatnot a little edge over some stuff. We okay. look at several different sports books such as BetMGM. We look at FanDuel. We look over at DraftKings. Caesars games, maybe. Caesars. We look at a whole bunch of different ones and then we kind of make our selections ourselves for those. Uh, we're going to give you guys some pretty decent picks and whatnot. Um, but we're trying to keep you guys, you know, keep some money in you guys' pockets because we're doing the same thing. Yeah, we need that. Right. Let me tell you what. Let me tell you what. Let's all eat. Let me tell you a story, y'all. So, I don't really big gamble a lot, but the other night, Rome was at my house. I had a five-leg parlay. It was going so smooth. I bet the under on points in an NBA game. What I've learned this year is never bet the under on points in an NBA game. These two teams... Top five in defense, both of them. They was like, look, you trying to ball out? Because I'll, I'll ball out too. Like, And that's what Where you me. messed up. You selected the over and the under. You selected over 199 and under 220. It was a very specific. I lost You the, had I a lost, very specific but listen, range. I lost that range by four points. That's how close I was. But the, like, the, the biggest thing is like the one-game parlays, but we'll get to that section in a little Later. bit. That's know. just just know my pain. Just, here's about my pain. That was ten dollars. That could have been a hundred and seventy-five. That's my pain, though. But That's normally, how it is when it comes to white games. Here we go. Um, the battle of the backups: Cleveland, Cincinnati. Cleveland ran the ball. Cleveland ran the damn ball. As soon as they bench Baker. So as what does that tell you? Who is running that organization? Baker Mayfield. That's sad. That and he's not a decision <clears throat> maker. He's good inside the system. He's a, like he can run with your system. Don't make him. Like a, a all pro quarterback. I think because he went he, to the playoffs for the first time in fifty years, they give him way too much love. But I mean, he still look. Baker Mayfield can take you to the playoffs. Baker yes. Mayfield can take you to an AFC championship. Yes. Baker Mayfield probably will not take you to a Super Bowl. Yes, but he if, could. But if he has all, I, I got, the a, right I got another. I got another take for you. Well, if no, they, if they run the ball and he just doesn't play mistakes. They can win a lot of games. They have a, a solid receiving team, receiving core, some of the best running backs in the league, top ten defense. But they want to throw the ball every play, and Baker's not that guy. That's just my point. He's he doesn't make all the best decisions when it comes to passing, especially under pressure. Under pressure, Baker Mayfield's pretty garbage. San Francisco at L.A. in overtime. Did we both get this game wrong? I think we both did. I said Rams. I thought the Rams were going to do it. I said 49ers. You did say 49 Good for me. Hey. You said Debo. Hey. 
you. And then I said the Rams are suspect. Yeah. And they do suspect shit. The Rams are very, I'm not going to lie. I don't see an NFC West team. Oh, they're not going far. They're not going far. Oh, I no. actually see the I see the Rams and uh, the Cardinals going the far. The NFC one West and the NFC East Wait, are so bad. who do the Cardinals got to play? Um, What is the playoff picture? I got it right here. The Cardinals have to play the Rams. The Rams. Oh, my gosh. So, one of them makes it. And the next one is going out the very next round. Two suspect teams. Two suspect teams. And they have to play in L.A. But I like the Cardinals' odds in L.A. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to that later. I like the Cardinals on the road, too. But um, we'll get to that next. Tom Brady took care of business, 41-17 at home. Did Tom Brady really take care of business, or did the Buccaneers take care of business? Because Tom Brady came out the game after Gronk got his um, incentive. It was still two quarters. He still had two touchdowns. So, so take away them two touchdowns. What they got? Forty-one minus fourteen is what? Nah, he didn't. He played them in the whole game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brady uh did not come out that game. He wanted them records. Yep. He hit three hundred twenty-six yards, Ooh. twenty-nine for thirty-seven, Ooh. three touchdowns. Three, three of them. So take twenty-one away from that. And then Scott Miller had a rushing touchdown, two carries for forty-three yards. And then Keyshawn Vaughn, shout out Nashville legend, Nashville Cone. What the you talking the about? Goat, the goat. Uh, 10 carries to 29 yards and a touchdown. So they're running the ball now. They're running the ball. They, they're doing everything they really can. Mike Evans is the one who – Mike Evans had two receiving touchdowns. Le'Veon had a receiving touchdown. I just, I just want you all to know that Mike Evans is probably the best teammate in the NFL because as soon as they went on that championship run last year, all his numbers went down. They got Antonio Brown. They had Chris Godwin. They had Gronk. They had a lot of weapons. And he still played. And he played his heart out. He made some clutch catches. And now that he's back being the number one option, I think y'all forgot he was a pro bowler four years in a row. I think y'all forget that he's 6'4", 6'5". Like he was Jamie's like number one target. He was throwing it up. Throwing it. He's up there somewhere. So the fact people are saying, like, I keep telling y'all, it's Tom Brady's world. And everybody's like, oh, I got this team. Until Tom Brady loses, I have faith in nobody at the NFC. Luckily, Titans in the AFC. But it's Tom Brady world until he says something otherwise. That's what I'm saying. Um, Seahawks, 38-30 over Arizona. I called that game. Yes, sir. Two for two on the upsets. I'm out here. Look, get at me. Also, what did I call? Arizona. Arizona. Yeah, I thought both of um, Arizona and L.A. were going to win, and both of them lost. That's that NFC West shit, bro. They both suck. That's that NFC West stuff. I thought that the final game was going to be a tie. Not going to lie. Yeah, but we got New England and Miami. Miami, handle business. You called that game. I said Miami because I said refer to week one. I had more faith in Belichick than I should have. Mm, you had more faith in Mac Jones than you should have. Yeah. It's not even Belichick. New Orleans just, put a 30-piece. If you think about it, New England's in the playoffs because Mac Jones. Because? I mean, because I'm Belichick. Okay. My fault. I'm sorry. I oh, yeah. Well, because of Belichick. That's why I have faith. I Mac Jones is not the quarterback. I thought Belichick would find a way. Yeah, Belichick found a way. He found a quarterback that could do it. He could get to the playoffs. Will he go far in the playoffs? No. Hell no. no. I'm not no. gonna lie. I, I I have them beating the Bills, but what? Yeah. Alright, later. Later. Um, New Orleans put a 30 piece on Atlanta. So 
I'm going to just give y'all a rundown. I had too much faith in Atlanta. They do this every year. They put a 40-piece on somebody to ruin somebody's parade. It's a rivalry game against New Orleans. They're at home. Somehow, New Orleans puts up 30 points. I didn't even look at the box score because I don't know how they scored. Was it Taysom Hill? I, I don't know. But I'm going to look it up for it because that's why I feel better. I knew New Orleans wanted to go to a playoff, so they were going to do whatever <clears throat> it took to get to the playoffs and still couldn't make it. That's just ridiculous. Like, who who put up 30 for the, the Saints? Taysom Hill only threw nine passes. He had a touchdown. Then they benched him, and they put in Trevor Simeon. He threw 15 passes, and he got two touchdowns. So the Falcons just trash. That's what y'all telling me. Mm-hmm. Y'all let these random white men, that's who they are off the street, these random white men come in here and ball out on well, y'all. Well, Taysom Hill ain't r- random. Taysom Hill cold. He's not a quarterback. He's everything. He's he, everything. He, but he's not a quarterback. He's better doing everything else but throwing. He's basically like Debo. Yeah. But white. White And Debo. slower. White Debo. No, no. Matt Ryan took 33 passes, 216 yards, and threw a pick. I said Cordero Patterson would have a bounce back game. They didn't even try to run the ball. They only ran the ball 15 times. So they, this was a giveaway game. They were just like, look. I mean, how many total turnovers were there? Two. Um, one on both sides. Three. Three. Three turnovers. That's not a lot. And there was not a turnover on. Um, so they just trashed. New Orleans did not turn over the ball. And the Falcons turned over the ball three times. I'm going to just say this because. Two fumbles were lost. I'm going to just say this because Atlanta's nearby. And there's a lot of Saints fans in Nashville. Man, Both of y'all at home. So, take that with you. <laughs> take that with you. Both of y'all are where? The Falcons had one good season. Where they at? On the couch. And then y'all lost Julio. On the couch. Take that with you. And what Calvin really been doing? Where Calvin Is he hurt? He he took a leave of absence for his mental health. And oh, like week, yeah. Like I like remember week 10. that. Yeah. I hope he's all right, but I think he just realized, like, yo, this team is buns. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> he's like, yo, this he team. He said, I see why Julio got the fuck up out of here. And he said, yo, he was ready. I, I saw that video that Julio said. He was like, yeah, I, they got to let me go. Like, I'm, I was, whoo. The Jets lost to Buffalo. Good for Buffalo, 27 to 10. Nothing interesting there. But then we have the most interesting, the craziest the most insane game of the year. This is the one that we're going to actually go in depth on. Because you almost had it. You almost had it. You called a tie. I, I'm i 3 for 3 on the upsets. I called Vegas. So get at me. I'm at, uh, Keep my score. So I'm going to write down these scores in a minute for y'all. But tell us how you feel about the, about the, t- the lack of a tie. You almost had a tie. And then Brandon Staley wanted to do Brandon Staley things. I, I don't, I don't know the logic. I don't. I just I don't, don't under, get it. I just don't understand. You know, it's you. You had the game won. Yes, he did. I mean, not even won. You had you. They were gonna tie it. A tie is a win. In my it, book, it, you you both were going to the playoffs. That what is wrong with that? I see nothing wrong with that. That's what I I'm don't. Saying. I don't know what you thought you could have gained. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you thought. It. How much time was on the clock? It was running out. It was they. They had thirty-five seconds left or so, Holy 
And they took a run play that went nowhere on like third, on like second and six. Mm. So it didn't go nowhere. And the clock kept running. And they were just going to be like, well, fine. They took a timeout. So now it's second, it's like third and six. And they're like, well, now we're going to run the ball. They get the first down. They call a timeout. Kick the field goal. It's all because the Chargers, with 35 seconds left, couldn't clearly see that they were like, look, we have no pride. Like, look at this. The, the Raiders were like, look, we don't care. Like, as long as we Everything did, fell into line for us both to go in the playoffs. And y'all want to do that? And y'all want to do that. Now I'm mad. Now I'm going to go the forward. The Colts lost. That's the Steelers set. won. Yeah, it's all crazy, man. All and the you, stuff that needed to happen. All you had to do was tie it up. And it was, it was tied. And it was tied. That's what's crazy. Like, it's not like it was like barely going to happen or it's like, oh, they were only tied in the fourth quarter, in the, in the second quarter. They were tied throughout the whole game. So everybody's like, look, this might happen. Look, this might really happen. 35 seconds left. It's 25 to 25. Not that. It's um, 32, 32. Everything. Like, everything. Do you know how, do you know what how, the odds. How impossible. Of, do you know what the odds of this scenario ever happening again is? Everything you needed to happen to make it to the playoffs. Happened. It happened. And you just. We both got the Cincinnati game wrong. You just broke. You just lost. We both got the Cincinnati game wrong. Or, but I'm counting up these scores. I thought it was going to um, Talk about the Colts while I, while I add these scores. I'm talking about the Colts. The Colts? You talking about them garbage folks? Ah. I ain't going to lie. I would have more respect for Jonathan Taylor if it wasn't for them being in the AFC South. Not going to lie. Screw him. Everybody mm-hmm. compares him to Derrick Henry saying he's better for some reason. I don't. I don't understand the logic of that. Um, that's simply just not true. Um, so you have Carson Wentz as your quarterback. Yeah, you're not going to the playoffs. Yeah, you had everything in line to go to the playoffs. You guys were like favored to go to the AFC Championship. Everybody favored you guys over us, and you didn't make some players. And they couldn't even do it. They had to do one job. You had one job. Yeah. Beat Jacksonville in Jacksonville. And that I guess that was too tall of a glass. So out of the 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 games, you got 11 right and I got 12 right. Very close. 12 games correct. Also, here's what I'm going to say about the Colts. How? Like, how? Everybody knows what you're going to do. You're going to run the ball. And if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Why? Why did y'all do that to yourselves? Y'all, I don't understand. Like, it's just 15 carries. I'll say this, though. The only AFC, 15 carries for who? Jonathan? They ran the ball 15 times? They ran in a total of 18. Carson Wentz had three. Oh, my God. Who's, so so y'all not firing nobody. That's the question. Because earlier today, they were on the the Colts owner was on the air in a press conference saying this is the most disappointed or like he's gonna the buck stops with me. He said, "Let me get his quote right. The buck stops with me. I'm gonna make sure that we get this fixed." So what's broken? That's the question. What's broken? 
Carson because y'all were right there. Carson Wentz is 17 for 29. But what's broken? That's what I'm saying. So for 185. What I'm saying, what I'm telling the owner is, say it with your chest, because y'all were right there all season. So what is broken? Because it ain't Jonathan. Y'all lost. A t- y'all lost a fumble. It ain't that offensive line. It ain't the defensive line. So what's broken? When interception, y'all had and a five fumble. fourth downs. And a fumble. And a fumble. You had a fumble and intercession, five fourth downs, Mm-mm. and you only converted two of those. Come on. Jacksonville was playing. They hard out. And Jacksonville to, had to make it worse, you gave up two first round picks for this dude. Two of them. And the team that you gave them to is in the playoffs. And where you at? Home. At the crib. I'm at home. In this city. You at the crib. That is a fucking shame. Excuse my language. Yeah, that's a that's that's pretty That is a shame. That's that's a that's pretty bad. Shame on y'all, man. I'm not gonna lie to you, that's pretty ugly. That's just ugly. Well, those are all the scores for last week. Those are our scores for ourselves. We got I got twelve out of sixteen. He has eleven out of sixteen. The for those games, a lot of first round picks. Giants do have a lot of round, first round picks. The greatest, the, another big story around the NFL is it is Black Monday. A lot of coaches, GMs, coordinators, they've been getting let go, kicked out. Boom, surprises, some non surprises, and then just some late firings. So let's just go to the first one: the Broncos. Your boy PK is a Broncos fan, so we're going to touch on his team first. They fired their head coach, Vic Fangio. That's a good call. Vic Vangio has gone 19-13 and 13 in his record as coach for the last three years. Yeah, he's garbage. Um, here's the current situation in Denver. They had a quarterback battle between Bridgewater, who's now injured, and Drew Locke. Drew Locke played out the last four games of the season and went 2-2. Two and two. They blew up their defense. They traded Von Miller. But they have 11 picks in the next draft. Only one first-round pick, though. So, the Broncos... What's wrong? Um, need a new coach. Yeah, that's apparent. <laughs> they fired the last one. Need a new quarterback. Yeah. Um, on top of that, Melvin Gordon, he has a fumble problem. Like he fumbles a in a game. lot of games. Um, you need you traded Von Miller, so now you need a defense. You need another pass rusher. Yeah. Now you need a defense. Y'all just get, so you gotta admit y'all are a lottery team. Like yeah. I think y'all finally just noticed that after Peyton Manning it was over. Um, another guy that got fired, Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer. Um, they went seven and they went. Um, my bad, eight and nine this year, barely missing the playoffs. Um, it's kind of been a disappointment with that roster. They got a lot of talent. They got Dalvin Cook. They got. Justin Jefferson, they used to have Kyle Rudolph. They still have, what's that white receiver that's cold? I forgot his name. Mm. Thielen. Adam Thielen. They had a pretty good defense, Everson Griffin. And they are at home. So, then, on top of that, they also fired their GM on Monday. Kirk Cousins is the eighth highest paid quarterback in the league. Kirk Cousins has only won one playoff game in his entire career. Well... I feel that they're getting some things together. Are they? Because mm-hmm. what's broken? That's the same question they got there they got to ask. Like, they got the Colts. What's broken? Cause it, well, they took care of the coaching problem. 
The GM, bro. They're going to get a whole new set of people up in they there. They got to get a whole new quarterback. I don't think. Kirk Cousins, I, I have a problem with, um, you know, pro football focus rankings. Mm-hmm. They had Kirk Cousins as the third highest rated quarterback this year. This year? This year. This year. Where? Overall. Um, Overall, would you think that Kirk Cousins is the third third best in the league? No. Absolutely not. No. 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 <laughs> I'm sorry. No. But they say that he is. I mean, Kirk Cousins. And that that thing helps people get jobs. Matt Nagy of the Bears also got fired. The GM of the Bears also was fired. Currently, the starting quarterback is 38 year old Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton's so garbage. While they have their first round pick, Justin Fields. They have Allen Robinson the third. That's a good wide receiver. They still got Khalil Mack, who's currently on IR. And they faced Aaron Rodgers every year. That's the problem. That's really the problem. That's their issue. You gotta face Aaron Rodgers twice a year. And nobody wants that. Yeah, that's um I wouldn't want to face him once a year. Except when he comes to Nashville. Because last time he came through here, he took that L. But that was last time. We didn't see him in a minute. I don't want to see him in a Super Bowl, though. That's for sure. Um, Brian Flores, the most surprising firing of this week. Brian Flores, African-American coach, I got to say it, of the Dolphins, was fired. You said it's racist. I say it's racist. And if it's not racist, it's racially motivated. You win eight out of nine of your final games to win with a, a winning record. You beat Belichick twice in the same season, which has never been done in the last you decade. Won your final game. Won your final game. The Titans just ended your career. You, you've dealt with two. Two has been injured for the past two years. That's not your fault. You feel me? You ain't got no wide receiver weapons. You can't sign everybody. They're not cashing out checks. Mm-hmm. You have you for the past two years. You had Xavier Howard, a top ten defense. And now you don't have a job. I think it's racist. I, I racially motivated. I'll say, ain't no way, because, like, how, how is he in the same situation that Urban Meyer is in? <laughs> think about that. Like that's what makes me mad. Like when you get fired, you get fired for a reason. Like you're doing poorly, or you're doing below expectations. Nobody expected them to even make the playoffs, and they almost did. Well, shoot, they, I think if he had made the playoffs, they couldn't fire him. So you think they were looking for a reason? I think that they were already trying to do it, but had mm-hmm. he made the playoffs, yeah, you it definitely would have that decision. You can. If you make the playoffs, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. And you beat Belichick twice in the same year. Mm-hmm. And you, Yeah, come on now. Um, Not a coach that was fired, but listen to this. What makes me mad is that he got fired, but this head coach... I'm not going to tell you his name. I'm going to let you guess who it is. This coach went 5-12, and 12, had injuries to both his quarterback and his running back, and still has a job, but instead his offensive co- coordinator is fired. That's um, Jim Jordan. Mm-hmm. No, Joe Judge is gone. Oh, yeah. It is Carolina Panthers head coach Matt Rule finished last in their division, 5-12. and 12. Sam Darnold was injured. McCaffrey's been injured for the past three years. And he still has a job. Well, they need a new gym. But the offensive coordinator for the Panthers doesn't have a job. Mm-hmm. But not the head coach. Let's mm. start from the head. Mm. 
I think that there's more than just firing the OC mm. in that situation. This is Matt Rule's second season with at least 11 losses. Now, mind you, this is a longer season. So that means last year, with a shorter season, he still lost 11 times. You had more chances to win, and you won less. Going on forward, Joe Judge kept his job for a little bit longer. Everybody else was fired on Monday. Joe Judge kept his job until Wednesday because on Tuesday, the Giants GM resigned. Not fired, resigned. Immediately after that, Wednesday morning, it was revealed that Joe Judge was fired. So, I don't think the GM resigned. I think he knew what was coming. They gave him an ultimatum. Yeah, they were like, hey, you can leave with grace. Or we can make things very hard. I don't know, my low power mode. Oh shit, I'll just turn it off. We can make things very difficult for you. Exactly. But, at that point, they knew what it was. He knew exactly what it was. And so he left. And then as soon as he was gone, because I feel like what happened was the GM was rooting for Joe Judge. And they were like, look, we're going to let him go with or without you. And he was like, well, if you're going to let him go, I'm going. And they were like, well, you can go. And he was like, oh, for real? And he was like, yeah. So that's crazy. Um, and this is the set, this is one of the more interesting NFL topics here. Mm-hmm. Jaguar fans, for the first time, have pride. They're fed up with the owner. They're fed up with the GM. They came to their last game against the Colts, which they won. Filled out the whole stadium wearing Jaguars jerseys and clown masks, clown gears, because they called their owner, Shad Khan, a clown. Hashtag clown out, that's K-H-L-O-W-N-O-U-T, is trending on Twitter. That's Khan. It's a mixture of his name and the word clown, I guess. But it's trending on Twitter because they're tired of being the bottom of the barrel. They've only had one winning season in the last 10 years. Like I said, that one winning season was in 2017. Who was the quarterback? Blake Bortles? No! Gardner Minshew. In 2017? Mm Mm-hmm. That was Blake Bortles. He went down. Gardner Minshew finished the season. Gardner Minshew wasn't drafted yet. That's right. It was Blake Bortles the whole time. Wow. Dang, I'm rooting too hard for this guy. (laughs) I'm rooting too hard for this guy. But Garner Minshew was their quarterback last season. He yeah. did win a couple games. But, but, but I'm gonna I'm gonna show you his stats. I'm gonna give you some funny stats after this. And then the Browns. They exercised the fifth year option on Baker Mayfield. They said they are confident that he will bounce back and rebound into a successful, efficient quarterback. How do you feel about Baker Mayfield? Give him another year, though. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, he had a good year last year. He's been hurt most of this year. And the, but yeah, I mean, but as, one more year as an organization, why are you sending him out there when you know that he's hurt? That's my question. And he's not. It's not like sometimes when you you send a player out there when they're hurt and they still affect games positively. You know, it's like oh yeah, there's like Tom Brady playing on the ACL, still put up MVP numbers. Aaron Rodgers playing with a broken toe, still put up MVP. He's not that. When he's hurt, he plays hurt. Why do you keep sending him out there? That's not an organization. That's not on Baker Mayfield. I would, I would just play Case Keenum the rest of the year because they won a game with Case Keenum. That's what I'm going to say. Speaking of Baker Mayfield and the Browns, last year, 
we had a particular player on our team, the Tennessee Titans. His name was Jadavian Clowney. He was a free agent. Yeah, Jadavian Clowney talked that mess saying oh, that yeah, my yeah. last team, uh, my new team going to be better than my last team. They lost in the first round. I'm, I'm gonna give, no, not even that. I'm going to give you a quote. He comes to us. He doesn't play for most of the season because of injuries. Yes, he's out there. And we made the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Still. Win a playoff game. Still without him. No, we won a playoff game. I know we won the first round. But went to the playoffs. He leaves in free agency after his one-year deal. Goes to the Browns. Goes first week of free agency and says, Well, I'm happy to be in Cleveland. My new team won more games than my other team did. So I'm happy to be here. Cleveland Browns won exactly one more game than we had that year. Then they lose in the first round like we did as well. So, But next year comes around. We up. Derrick Henry goes down. Julio Jones goes down. A.J. Brown goes down. What's the record? Whole defense, whole offense. What's the record? We're Let me hear it. Two. We all went down. 12 and 5. Oh, five. Well, who, who? This is without Jadavian Clowney. Yeah, Jadavian Clowney ain't really. What, what, what does the Browns do this year? Not much. Not much. That's what I'll say. Did the Browns win nine games? I don't no. think they did. No, they didn't. Eight and nine. And he was talking all that mess. Mm. All that mess. <laughs> and look where he at. At the crib. At home. Watching us. Mm. How does that make you feel, Jadavian? I wish you could. I wish I had your number so I could just the say Steelers it. Steelers are a very weird bad team. Like, weird bad. They're weird. Like they're nine seven and one. Mm-hmm. Which means, if you want to give it to them, like either way, you could say that they're ten and eight. Which is un- like it, it can't happen. But you ten can, and seven. Even if you say it's ten and seven with the win type thing. Mm-hmm. That would make them with the same record as the Patriots, Raiders, and Bengals. Yep. So are the Steelers really garbage? But they have I, to play the Chiefs in the first round. Let's see the wins that in they've Kansas had. City. Let's see the let's see the wins that they've had and the losses they've had. Cause that's the question. Yeah, we might have to. Cause I can't say that they're bad because they beat us. Shoot, I can say they're bad even if they beat us with nobody. <laughs> I mean, they beat us, and we're we're supposed to be a playoff team. I, I look, if you have nobody on the field, we didn't. We came back and started winning games again when people started coming back. I agree, but I'm just saying, we've had a bunch of games like that. We've had the Jets, the Texans. If the Titans are healthy, the Titans are elite. Yes, they beat the Bills in Week One. Here's. They beat the Broncos. Here's the Steelers' wins. They beat the Ooh, the Steelers have some interesting they wins. They beat the Browns. They beat the Bears. They tie with the Lions. Ooh. These are some interesting wins. They beat the Ravens. The Titans. The Browns again. And the Steelers. So they actually have had some decent wins. Mm. They haven't beat the Bengals. <clears throat> No, hold on. So the only so you tell me the only decent win they've had was against the Bills in Week One, because they they lost to the Raiders, they lost to the Bengals, they lost to the Packers, they beat the Broncos. Who were the Broncos? Nobody. They beat the Steelers. The Steelers. The Seahawks. 
They not, not really nobody because yeah. we beat the Seahawks. So they've only beaten one playoff team. They've only beaten one good team. Listen, they beat the Browns. Who are the Browns? Nobody. They beat the Bears. Who are the Bears? Nobody. They tie with the Lions. They lose to the Chargers. They lose to the Bengals. They barely beat the Ravens by one. And where are the Ravens? At home. And how good did they play this year? Not very good. They lose to the Vikings. Where are the Vikings? Home. At home. They barely beat us. So they've beaten two playoff teams. Two playoff teams. I keep forgetting about us. Two playoff teams. They lose to the Chiefs. They lose to the Browns. They, they beat the Browns. They beat the Browns again, my bad. Then they beat the Ravens again. So what it's telling me is that the AFC North was pretty bad. Yep. And they had six chances to beat some pretty bad teams. And they made the most of them. They still... They're not good. They're getting lucky. This is the one year they got lucky. Like, past two years they've gotten lucky. The Colts lost, and yeah, but, they did look, not tie. But look, that's what had to happen for them to get in. Yes. So, Like, the Colts and then for the uh, Raiders and the Chargers not to tie. Specifically. Specifically. Had the Colts won, they would have blown that whole thing up. It but, of course, the Colts... Fumble the bag. The Colts destroyed the playoffs. Again. You son of bitches. Again. Okay, that's all I got for the NFL. Moving on. Biggest headline that we got, Georgia versus Bama. Oh, I'm so mad. Georgia walked into Indianapolis, walked out a champion, 33-18. to 18. Yeah, I actually did not see that coming. I did not see that coming. That wasn't, uh, that wasn't in the game plan. That was, I bet, Moneyline, Alabama. I went to sleep when the game was on. Because I'm like, this is Nick Saban. Like, we got this. I'm not even an Alabama fan, but I'm not dumb. History is not, should not be ignored. This man goes to championship games and delivers. So I'm like, Saban got it. Who is Kirby Smart? Never heard a head coach with a name like that. Uh, former Saban. It's a video game character. He, he was a Saban um, assistant. I know, but it's always... It's always like that, ain't it? It's always like that. It's just, it's always an assistant. It's always somebody from before. It's always... It's always something else, man. I just don't understand. Like, I'm not going to say I don't understand. What I will say is that when they lost Jamison Williams... I thought they would have went back to running the ball because the game no, was no, no, close. No, 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 no. The game this, was close. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get down and say it right now. Robinson is garbage. Who's Robinson? Their running back, number four. He, wow. Yes, he did. Yo, he was he was hot garbage for an Alabama running back to be that garbage, bro. You did not help your team at all. And every Alabama but team is one championship. Was, was the offensive has, line getting a push like? Were they at least getting him some push yards forward? Or? Yes. Oh. He was not hitting holes. Oh. He was running into traffic. Hitting people behind. Hitting people behind. Like, where's your eyesight? Mm. He, he's just not a good, he's just not that did, guy. Did, did they have a thousand yard rusher this season? Because they usually do. I don't think so. Yeah. I think Bryce Young is the one who took most of the bulk this year. Let me see this. But I, I thought it was a sure thing, man. Yeah, I thought that, um, I really thought that, uh, whatchamacallit, 
Alabama was going to win. The most rushing yards that they've had this season from the one running back is they did have a hundred yard rusher, thousand yard rusher. They did have a thousand. Brian Robinson, Robinson that's his name. That's the one. Yep. So, but also he did let's let's give them credit because that Georgia defense is crazy. Like that Georgia defense is insane. Okay. Well. Well. Okay. We can say that. We can say that. Let me just go ahead and see what he did when they played Alabama. I mean, when they played Georgia the first time. And this is what's really going to tell us what's going on. He averaged five yards a carry. Damn. But look at this, though. Everybody on the roster averaged over three yards a carry. So that's just offensive line power right there. Even the backups. <laughs> when they played Georgia the last time, Robinson had 55 rushing yards. So, oh, yeah, so Georgia just shuts him down. Locking him up. He had 68 this game. But listen. Georgia just shut him down. In the, in the SEC championship game, Bryce Young didn't get sacked at all. In the title game, he got sacked seven times. So what does that tell you? Because the line might also. Georgia was down. like, look, I'm coming for you. Mm-hmm. Who's the running back, Robinson? I'm coming for you, too. And they did their thing. All that pressure led to them two interceptions. But this schedule next year is looking stacked. Bryce Young played, played, threw the ball 53 times. I never heard that from an Alabama quarterback. Alabama's schedule next year is stacked. I'm not going to lie. They make it to the championship without a loss. They're, yeah, they're certified. Like, you can't, you can't say anything. They play Utah State in week one. They're a good team. That's a good team. They're then good Texas team. in week two. Are they at home for Utah State? Yup. Okay. At so. Texas in week two. Oof. Then you play Louisiana Monroe week three. You play That's Vanderbilt week four. That's a win. Arkansas week five. That's a toss at up. At Walt Arkansas. That's a toss up. You play um, Texas A&M at home. That's you play a win. at Tennessee. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Tennessee is Jerome, a- Jerome, you told me from the beginning. The quarterback, what's his name? Um, um, dang. But the quarterback for UT. UT's quarterback. Low key, not even low key. Pretty good. He keeps telling me he's good. They won their bowl game in his Hendon eyes. Hendon Hooker. In his eyes, they won their bowl game. Hendon Hooker. They won the bowl game in my eyes. But Hendon Hooker, I said that they were one good quarterback away from an SEC t- uh, title game. Mm-hmm. I lied. They're one good uh, pass rusher away from an SEC title so, game. But I was watching him earlier this year against a couple of games, specifically against Kentucky, and he didn't look good that game. And then a few weeks later, he just – he's uh, and Tennessee is hard for, I'll say, quarterbacks. They don't really grow over time. Over time, he got better. Most times, UT yeah. quarterbacks, they break down. Yeah. He was like, nah, we going – But look at their new coach. Hupel is – Doing the thing. Oh, doing the thing. Did you see what he did to UCF? Like, yeah, he's cold. Oh, so he's UCF's coach. That's UCF's former coach. Oh, that's the championship UCF. But coach. he's an offensive genius, though. That's what like, I've stated. Yeah. They're, now, once they get their defense on board, no, and and people can't score. They on did them, put forty points up in a bowl game. That's what I'm saying against Purdue, who's a big to Big Ten defensive stalwart. I'll say. What I'm gonna say now. Tennessee can score. Mm-hmm. The problem with Tennessee right now is being able to stop the score. Mm. 
if they can if they can get the defense solidified, if they can get about another pass rusher in there, a really mean pass rusher in there. I think y'all need a lockup corner. They need a lockup corner, but they I've never seen the SEC throw this much. Like this is a whole new era. The SEC has always been run, run, run. Georgia runs the ball. Arkansas runs the ball. Alabama runs the ball. The only person that would really do this air raid stuff was Florida. And now everybody doing it. Everybody throwing the ball 50 times a game, which is fine. But it's just you need a cornerback now. You need a secondary. You need you need guys that used to play receiver. God dang. But um, speaking of which, here's the top 25, the early top 25 after – the championship. I'm going to start from 25 and work my way down. Here's what I want from you, Jerome. You're plugged into college sports. I'm going to tell you, you have three options. You can say too high, too low, or eh. Mm -hmm. Eh means just about right. So number 25, number 25 team in the nation, South Carolina. Last year they were 7-6. and six. Too high, too low, eh. Eh? eh? I hear too, eh too. Ah. I think they're too high. I think they're too high. They were three and five in the SEC last year. Yeah, they're too high. But they got eight starters coming back. Look at the starters. SEC record, and that's gonna tell you they got Spencer Rattler. I don't from care. Oklahoma. I don't care. I mean, it's a name. I don't care. Um, twenty four. He got his. He got. Didn't he get his job taken by a rookie who's transferring? And also? Then he got it back, and he is transferring also. Yeah. But Lincoln Riley's gone, so everybody gone. Everybody so, leaving yeah. that. Twenty four, Wisconsin, who was nine and four, six and three in the big Too 10. Too low. Too low. Too low. Why you say that? Running Wisconsin, game, I'll say. Wisconsin is always gonna come with the heat. Always. They're always gonna be a top twenty five team. Indeed. I don't think that they need to be that low though. I, I said last they week they are an underrated university, like yeah. program. Like Yeah, they need to be a little bit higher, probably in the teens. Twenty three, Ole Miss. Too low. Too low. Too low. Too low. Is the quarter Matt Corral is leaving. This has got to be a way Matt too Corral low. is leaving. Yeah, this is So too I don't low. know. It may not be too low because Matt Corral is leaving. And he was a lot of their offense last year. So I'll say I don't know. I don't know. Number, quarter, so their quarterback's gone? Yeah, he's gone. Oh, shit. Number 22, USC. I think too they, high. I don't think that any Pac-12 team should be on the list except Too Oregon. High. They were four and eight last year. That's what I'm saying. They were three and who, six in the Pac-12. Who did they? Here, here. Let me go look and see who they got. They got Lincoln Riley. I, I'm looking at it right now. They got. Oh, they got Lincoln Riley. They got um, six returning on offense. Six. I'm on gonna defense. look at their entire. Um, I don't see nobody of interest besides Lincoln Riley. They got a couple of commits. That's what I'm looking at now. But what are commits? They're not proven. You you don't know what they're gonna be yet. I mean, they got a couple of five-star corners coming so, in. So, what does that mean? You are right. They're not proven. But this can strengthen your team. Too high. But all of them are from the West Coast. Too high. I really just don't trust West Coast West Coast players. players can't play in the cold. West Coast players can't play in the cold, and they can't play in the South. Facts. Like, they That's just... a different kind of heat. It, not even the heat. Them, it's, well, it is the heat also. Humidity. But the humidity. But I'm talking about the people. Like, Racist. You just can't play in the South. It just folks built different. Yeah, this is man. cornbread fed out here. What you mean? Um, number twenty one. I think this is probably just right. Kentucky, Kentucky Wildcats. I think that's nah, just nah. right. I, I say they're still a little too low. I put Kentucky a little higher. I um, put them into the teens. I think they're gonna stay there because they play in the SEC. That's all. 
And there's going to be other teams in weaker conferences that are going to do have a better record. But if Kentucky was like in the Big 12, oh yeah, they'd be running through that thing. Oh yeah. But they're not in the Big 12. And that's why they're, they're going to lose like four games next year in the SEC because it's the SEC. That's true. That's why. I, I feel like it's just right. But we're going to continue after a short break, everybody. Just tune in with us. Card. We're back talking about these two early college top 25. We just finished talking about Kentucky, number 21. Right above them is another SEC team, the Arkansas Razorbacks. Just like Kentucky, the only list, the only losses they've had are from the SEC. It's I hard. Too low. Too low? Too low. It's the same thing with Kentucky. I think they're just right. Like, you're going to lose four games in the SEC, and the SEC is only going to get harder. When Oklahoma and Texas come. Okay, so are we saying that the power rankings are not taking into account for SEC teams? But <clears throat> why are we also not taking account for SEC teams? I put Arkansas higher. I feel like like the group. I mean, it's just they these rankings care more about wins. It doesn't really matter what conference you're in. You know what I mean? But it's like I feel like nine games in a SEC is equivalent to 12 games in the Pac-12, like winning. Should I say it's equivalent to 16? Like, it's pretty close. Like Pac-12 is pretty garbage. But, yeah, right above them is a team that wins a lot, but is not in a good conference, the Cincinnati Bearcats. That's um, surprising. They're number 19, all the oh, way wow. down from four. I feel like, here's, a, here's what I think is going to happen with the, the NIL deal. It's going to make Cincinnati even more popular. Because now people have even more reason to go. That and they're joining the Big 12. And they're joining the Big 12. So there's more money, more network, more TV. Oh, yeah, yeah, Cincinnati's like really on the up and up. They're oh, about yeah. to be probably a powerhouse very soon. Especially making it to the playoffs already. If they join the Big 12, Texas and Oklahoma are gone the same year. So they might actually run the Big 12 as soon as they come in. Between them and Baylor. Yeah, Baylor's still there. Um, West Virginia's still there, but they're not good for haven't been good for a long time. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't know why you mentioned West Virginia. Because they always do something. <laughs> they always do something. Do what? Something. Lose. Something. Lose. They be up in the rankings, top 25, for like two or three weeks, and then lose. That's something. <clears throat> number 18. I'm, I've told you I'm not a fan of independence, but number 18 is BYU. BYU actually plays hard teams, and they're joining a conference next year, so they're not like Notre Dame. Notre Dame gets to choose who they play every year, and they always choose a lot of weak teams and then maybe like two or three ranked teams, and then they get blown out. They get waxed. They get on national – they always get national television highlights, and they get waxed. Yeah. But BYU's not like that. BYU, um, Zach Wilson went there. When he left – they still went ten and three last year. So, so what's that saying about Zach Wilson? He did pretty good as a rookie. He just plays for the Jets, man. 
what like look who plays for the Jets. No one can fix the Jets problem. It's been over a decade, man. So I don't know. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. <laughs> Number seventeen. I think this is too high. Oklahoma. The oh. Sooners. Yeah. They I lose can... the head coach. Yeah, they lose Oklahoma, a lot of starters. But it's Oklahoma. Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma's just about right right now. Um, Oklahoma is really gonna be. They're gonna be one of the top teams regardless. I don't think so. I think because they, they lost a lot of transfers, a couple of commits, then decommitted because of this. Now a lot of people are going to USC. I just feel like it's just the chemistry is gonna be off, and they're not gonna be good. A lot of people wanted that star quarterback, and now they're not gonna get him no matter what. Yes, this team. They went. 12-2 and two last year. Hmm. That's a lot. Michigan? No. Michigan State? No. South. south. Think think the South. Um, Did not win any conference titles, but was in the conference game. The conference title game, I think. The Baylor Bears. Oh, the Baylor Bears. They were 12-2. and two. The only losses they had were in the Big 12. That's what I say. Um... You know, since once once the Big Twelve opens up, it'll be really Cincinnati and Baylor. I didn't know they were that good that last year. I'm not gonna oh, lie. Yeah. Baylor's been moving the last couple of years. They've been good. I think, but Baylor was good until um, the sexual assault scandal. Yeah. And then they fell off for some years, and now they're just getting back up. I mean, that's what usually happens when you get sanctioned. Mm-hmm. Um, they lost like scholarships yeah, and, and SMU. stuff. Yeah. SMU. Um, is, they lost contention from all um, postseason, all mm-hmm. bowl games. I don't know if that happened to Baylor, but that happened to SMU. They, they had to forfeit everything. Even and then they lost. Um, they lost it for a couple years in Baylor. Tough. Number fifteen. I think this is too high. The Iowa Hawkeyes. Iowa's not great on offense. They're great on defense. They're always going to be good on defense. They lost four games, two non-conference, two Big Ten games. Iowa's a great team regardless. But I don't think they should be fifteen. I think the Big Ten. The Big Ten is kind of weak. Like, the Big Ten is not strong. I would argue differently. I would say the Big Ten is strong. I would say it's the SEC, then the Big Ten, and then... ACC. Everyone, the ACC, and then everyone else. And then everybody else. Well, I'd say the Big 12 is um, better than the ACC, because really, after ACC, we got Clemson. The ACC had a down year this year. But last year, last, last year, year, last year they had Clemson. i this year was their best year. No, last year they had Other Clemson. Clemson... Um, Duke, North Carolina, Florida State all making noise. This year was mostly just Wake Forest. Just Florida talk State about did it. not making any noise. That's it. Last year they made no, a bowl game. Not. Last year they made a bowl game. They made a bowl game by default. Still a bowl game. No. No. Right above Iowa, talking about the ACC, Wake Forest, 11-3. and three. I oh, can do Wake Forest. Only man. one game, only one loss in the ACC, which is nice. They're bringing back a lot of starters. Eight on offense, seven on defense. They're bringing out a lot, and again, a lot of transfers too, which is crazy. This is the second time that the Demon Deacons have had ten wins in their entire history. Wow, Sam Hartman, their starting quarterback, is coming back. Hmm. So, look out. And the ACC, I don't think they're doing very good. I think they're having a down year because if ACC if, is not a good conference right now. Clemson was all they had. <clears throat> Somewhat, but Clemson was a contender. Like it's the, like other conferences. As soon as Clemson fell, I mean Pitt was a contender, but no. Mm, well, no, they stopped being a contender after a while. No, their quarterback was a contender for Heisman, but 
The ACC after Clemson fell off, I mean, nobody really was making They're noise. not really making a lot of noise. But um, doesn't Notre Dame play ACC games? They play much? ACC basketball. Basketball. That's what it is. They're independent for football. Actually, Pussies. they play ACC for everything except football. Pussies. Yeah, Notre Dame. I'm a, I'm sorry. I don't think Notre Dame ever deserves to be put into playoff like playoff talk because you get to pick your schedule. Yeah, you don't have to face three or four top twenty five teams by default if you don't want to. Exactly. Like Alabama has to play Georgia. Florida's always ranked. Tennessee's ranked. Ole Miss is ranked. You face Arkansas Cincinnati is ranked. Cincinnati's ranked. Like it's a lot. It's a lot. Houston is number thirteen. They That's went too high. They went twelve and two. That's too high. They went eight and zero in the American Athletic Conference, which is not a strong conference. Memphis is in that conference. They you like Memphis? Eight and yes, they, they did. They went eight and one. They, they lost, lost to Mississippi. Uh, they lost to Cincinnati. They lost in the championship game. Yeah, yeah, but they didn't count that. As a this is regular season. Oh. I ain't gonna lie, Memphis. This after Norvella. It just started going downhill. Uh, y'all, y'all giving up a lot of points on defense, but after all the defensive players left, yeah, they number one DB went to TCU. So you think Houston is too high because of the conference? The conference is pretty weak though. So to go, not to say going eight and zero is like not a big thing, but going eight and zero in the American Athletic is not the same as going eight and zero in the SEC at all. So I don't know, but Oregon is number twelve. Okay, I'll get that to them. They're fine right there. That's a that's a Pac-12 team. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, Oregon's the only Pac-12 team I'll put any money into. Number 11. The Clemson Tigers. Okay. Yeah. They went 10-3 last year. That's not a bad record. Oh, they went 10-3? Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. They just weren't up in the top five. Yeah, they didn't. They, they weren't. A one-loss team. They're bringing back 11 offensive starters. So, everybody. Basically. Basically. Six on defense. Woo. So, this is a down year for the Tigers. Three games lost. That's that's but a down year. But they are transitioning their system from Trevor Lawrence to the new quarterback. And this is a down year? 10-3? and three? That's what I'm saying. This a- is Demon year. Deacons were 11-4? and four? <laughs> Rethink that ACC, man. Rethink that. Number 10. Mm, I said the only reason they were 10 and 3 is because they're in the ACC. Number 10. I'm not going to argue with you because I like the ACC. Michigan State. Boston College. Michigan State is 10. <laughs> Boston College is the bottom of the barrel. You can't just bring up Boston <laughs> College. Maryland. That's like me bringing up Missouri. I mean, Missouri's still better than Boston College. So, but they win like two games. Other than Lamar Jackson, what has Louisville ever done? The the quarterback this year just ran for 2,000 yards and threw for 4,000 yards. Second quarterback to ever do it in NCAA history. Where did they get? Who is this man? Another black dude. What? Yeah, so, yeah. They, they, and they won a bunch of games this year. They were like, they were they were over 500. So I, And they went to a bowl game. I think they lost or won the bowl game. I don't know. I didn't keep track. Michigan State is number ten. They went eleven and ten last eleven and two last year. That's cool. Yeah, I can. They're Big Ten team. They're good. Michigan State and Michigan. That was a good rivalry this year. Yeah. Here's one that I think is too high. Oklahoma State. Well, no. Number nine. No. no. Number nine. No. no. Yeah. 
No. Pac-12 is, I think it's too high. They're a big 12, but um, Oklahoma State's cold. Offense is, but they're always suspect on defense. Oh, no. I'm going to give Oklahoma State on that. They're fine right now. You're going to give them that nine? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here's another ACC the Cowboys team. Cowboys football is, they, they, yeah, they're, they're, they're raw. Here's another ACC team. They got them at number eight. This twelve night. and two, you won the Big Twelve, and you beat Notre Dame in the bowl game. Oh yeah. Are we happy about Notre Dame? I mean, you won a bowl game. Are we happy about Notre Dame though? Who did they lose to? They lost to Baylor, and they lost to a, a non-conference. I don't know who. Well, look, I'm about to see really quickly. But you, you, you like them? I don't know. I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm not just. Iowa State, that's conference. That's not conference. It is conference. Mm-hmm. Why, doesn't it, why doesn't it say that on ESPN? Get it together, ESPN. They lost to Iowa State and they lost to Baylor, but they lost to Baylor in the Big Ten Championship. Oh, that makes sense. On the Big 12 Championship. Say so they didn't lose to them in the regular they season. They didn't lose to Baylor in the regular season. Mm-hmm. They only lost to Iowa State in the regular season. So mm-hmm. they went in with one loss. Because I remember Oklahoma State was number five. At one point. Yeah. Quiet number five, though. Quiet number five. All right. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I just don't like the Big 12. I feel like they're kind of weak, but you well, know, you, you, like, you can't pick who you play. I feel like they're a little brother to the Big 10 and the SEC. You can't pick who you play, though, and they've been Bats. playing everybody. NC State is number eight. I don't think so. Mm, no. Too high. Yeah. Too high. They, they really didn't do much. The Wolfpack's just... I mean, no. They flirt with it every year, like top twenty-five. No. And then they get, they come back to earth. No. Number seven, Utah. I give Utah. Utah's always the good. Utes are no, Utah. They're coach. always good. Utah. They're coach. well coached. They lost forty-eight to forty-five to Ohio State in the Rose Bowl. Yeah, the also, despite another notable thing, they went 10-4 and four this year, even though two of their players had died in a car accident earlier this year. Exactly. Still managed to go 8-1 and one in the Pac-12, 10-4, and four, and then losing in the Rose Bowl. That's a powerful team, well-led, as the number one you can say. And they do really well. Number six, who I hate and I'm sick of it, Notre Dame. They have two's brother on the team. Yeah, he's a defensive end. I think they're cousins or something. And they're eleven and two. And they're playing road games against Ohio State, North Carolina, Syracuse, and Southern California. What are these? That's names? next year. Yeah. That oh, they're about to get stomped by Ohio State, but they can beat. Possibly is North Carolina getting their quarterback, or is North he? Carolina, or is he going to the draft? Sam Hooker. North Carolina, that wasn't that running back. They're gonna beat Syracuse, and they might beat Southern California. So that's nothing, man. Whatever. You get to choose your own schedule, and y'all still be booty. So let me name out their schedule from this year. They have Florida State, who eh. they beat in overtime. Florida State is garbage. Eh. Um, you beat Toledo, barely. Eh. Um, you beat Purdue. Eh. You beat. Wisconsin beat the hell out of Wisconsin. That's a good win. You lost to Cincinnati. You beat Virginia Tech barely. Eh. You beat USC. Eh. USC? Come on. You beat North Carolina by 10. You beat the hell out of Navy. 
You beat the hell out Navy. of Virginia. Virginia. You destroyed Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech, though. Exactly. These are not. You smashed Stanford. Stanford's not good. At all. And then you lost to Oklahoma State. So Which is a good team. You played a good team and got it handed to you. Yeah. You Every time you play a good team, Cincinnati and Oklahoma State, you lost. So yeah. what does that tell you? Yeah. And you choose your own schedule. So. Yeah, because you picked Florida State as your first game, and you went to overtime. You gave them folks... You gave them folks a, a lot tremendous of amount of confidence. They was season. like, man, this season might be good. They they really thought that they was finna do this. And they even made it to a bowl game at five and seven. Y'all did it to them. Number five, Michigan. Okay, that's solid. Yeah, that's solid. He kept his job, Harbaugh, this year. Yeah, he is. kept his job. Yeah, that's pretty solid. Because right for the past few years, they were like, man, they not beating Ohio State. They're not going to bowl games. Da, 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 da. And then he was like, you know what? I'll give you one good season. I'll give you one. Um, let's go on to the next one. Number four, A&M, Texas A&M. Okay, yeah. They were 8-4 yeah. and four last year. I, I, Jimbo I, Fisher, do you believe in them? Their, their recruiting class? But they're not but proven. They, how many people are coming back? Five on offense. Okay. Five and, on defense. These are starters. Okay. So five on offense, five on defense. Including their quarterback? Uh, I don't think so. Yes, yeah, the quarterback's thing. Okay, well, yeah. I guess. You like his quarterback that much? I think that he's, cold, he's the one who'll be out there. Number three, Georgia. Okay, yeah. I think, who's number two? Number two, Ohio State. Okay, uh, okay. I can get that. And yeah. number one, Alabama. Okay. I think. I can do the top three like that. Georgia th- um is losing a lot of people. To the draft, mostly on defense. Most and that's important. That's was the whole team. They were cold on defense. I mean Stetson, he's not Bennett. Stetson is Bennett Stetson. still developing. Stetson Bennett. <laughs> you said Bennett Stetson. Stetson Bennett. Bennett Stetson. Tomato tomato. Bitch batch. I don't give a fuck. He's he's all right. He's cool. Yeah, he's he's he's. Oh, he's developing still. I ain't gonna lie. He will probably be an All Pro quarterback, I mean, but he's developing still. Hey, to be a walk on and to do that, hey, can't be mad. Cannot be mad. Cannot be mad. <clears throat> but Alabama being double, uh, what again? I mean, that makes sense. It's Nick Saban. It's Nick Saban. I've died. Who is the head coach of Ohio State? That's the question. Is it Ryan Day? That's his name. Um, um, let me see. Because they were good. What happened to them to make them not be in the top four? Did they it lose? They, um, they, they lose lost to? to who did Ohio State lose to? My dad is all things Ohio, so hearing him hearing me say this, I know they want to rehire Urban Meyer so bad. Michigan. They lost to Michigan. They lost to Michigan. I know they want to rehire Urban Meyer so bad. <laughs> That's what that's what screwed the whole season because they beat everybody but Michigan. Was it in the title game? No, no, they it wasn't who they played. Who did Michigan play in the title game? Uh, Michigan Iowa? played. Uh, wait, hold on. It don't matter. They went eleven and two overall. Who else did they lose to? Eight and one in the conference. Iowa played Michigan in the title game. Yeah, that's why I said Iowa. It's because they're in the same division in the Big Ten. Yeah, so they got to so play can't through. Play each other. They got to play through each other. Oh, they lost to Oregon. That's right. We took. They did lose to Ohio Oregon. State. Lost to Oregon. 
That's when we thought Oregon was going to be the truth. Who? This is a Pac-12 team. They don't play defense. I, I got surprised when they beat Ohio State because I said this is a Pac-12 team. Pac-12, I'm sorry. West Coast, y'all are not the best coast. Y'all are y'all are very weak. I'm sorry. Once it comes to who's actually playing, I'm going to take all the football players from the South. I'm going to go Texas. I'm going to go Alabama. I'm going to go Florida. I'm going to go Georgia. I'm going to go Tennessee. But if I want a linebacker, I'm going to the North, like Minnesota. Because they hit hard even in the cold. They some strong dudes. You want in the cold people that's not afraid to bang because it hurts when you hit somebody in the cold. It hurts. Yeah, I want my D lineman from the north. Yeah, but if if I want skill players, I'm not gonna lie. Everything kind of cuts out once you get to like the Midwest and stuff. Once you mm-hmm. get back to Minnesota and everything, you start getting out to Cali. I'm sorry, it's just too commercialized. You guys, football is too. Y'all got a lot of flashy. Y'all got a lot of silver spoon football. Yeah, and that's weird. Like. We the the reason that the South continues to win is because y'all play football as a sport for entertainment. We play football as a way to make it out. Like it's a lifestyle. Folks using this for survival. Like that's a whole different type of breed. You gonna have people coming at your neck with that one. Hey, but, um, I mean it is what it is. A lot of these people, a lot of folks from the South, is trying to do this. We trying to make it out of places. I mean out on the West Coast. I mean you got people that's trying to make it out of places too. But it's just a different type of football. I agree. I feel like a lot of People don't really understand how, like, spread out the South is and how country it really is. Like, you got Atlanta. You got Nashville, maybe. You got Memphis. But then if you're not in them cities, you're probably in the middle of nowhere. And so if you're playing football for a high school team and you're the number one recruit in that county, like, you're that guy. You yeah. feel me? In L.A., if you're the number one recruit, number they'll take number two over you. you feel me? But if you're the number one guy in Tennessee, like, there's not a lot in Tennessee. You're it. And you don't look like... Division one, like five star recruits aren't built like other recruits. I'm sorry. You can see other recruits that look like, okay, that's a recruit. You see a five star recruit and you would have thought he was already in college playing. You think he's, he's a grown man. Like, I looked at Arch Manning. Arch Manning looked grown. He's 6'4. Dude, 6'4, 215, and you're 16 years old? Oh, yeah. no. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, you're scary. You're different. But the thing is, you got to be careful with recruits like that because they hear that. And they get that mindset. That's what I'm worried about with people like Archie Manning because he got his dad, his uncles. I feel like that they could get into his head and let him know, hey, you can't run the ball like that when you get into higher. Because right now, he's a huge quarterback. Like, compared to everyone in high school, he can literally run everyone oh, yeah, he's, over. He's Josh Allen size. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. In high school. Yeah. In high school. I hear you. No, I hear you. But that's what I'm saying. It's just when you're built like that, you can get really cocky. You can get really overconfident. Like, I'm talking about off the field, not mm-hmm. on the field. You know what I mean? And I hope that he just keeps his head on straight. He just I do, too. I'm not going to lie. I'm rooting for Art Manning. Um, I, I think love we, his highlights. I, we we need another Manning in football. It just does not feel like I'm, I'm, a, I'm a 90s baby. I'm just. I'm used to hearing them names. I need a Manning in football because Brady's been, not going to be here too much longer. But peep this. There's been a Manning in the NFL Almost every decade since like 1970. This is the first year that Peyton Manning's father played for the Saints. Didn't Eli leave like two years ago? Mm-hmm. Last year, yeah. So these last two seasons really been the only two seasons without a Manning. Crazy. Come on, Archie, we rooting for you. But coming up, what we got next are these upcoming wild card games. They go in this order, and then we're gonna give you our predictions. We're gonna tell you the spread. We're gonna tell you our thoughts. 
Rome, you got uh, BetMGM up for me. Yes, sir. All right. First got- off, we're going to give you guys the predictions. Then we're going to go into what we're saying game by game. Um, first off, we got the Raiders versus the Bengals. The Raiders I- versus Bengals. That's a 3-30 game. I'm not going to lie. Bengals are at home. I got the Bengals because they're at home. I got the Bengals, too, because Joe Burrow's playing. Joe Burrow's playing. So, of Jamar course. Chase is playing. They're Joe Mixon's playing. They're Joe Mixon's playing. Everybody's fresh. The last home game they played was against the Chiefs, and they took that one. And I feel like the Rams aren't as scary as the Chiefs. So I feel like the only reason that they lost to the Browns at all is because nobody cared. Like, it, it wasn't – they took out a lot of starters. They chill out. You know, we're, we're last week, FanDuel had Cincinnati as a 5.5 favorite. Currently, they have him as a 4.5 favorite. The over-under on points is 49 points. Um, I'm not going to lie. Expect Cincinnati to probably run up a touchdown over. Um, you, know, can, you can bet the spread. I will bet um, most likely Cincinnati with the spread. I wouldn't go with Las Vegas just for the simple fact. I don't feel that Las Vegas is going to keep, keep up. It close. I don't feel like Las Vegas is going to keep up. They with score a this. lot, though. Las Vegas scores, but Cincinnati scores more. So, but that was my same thing. Like I bet I said the Kansas City will not Kansas City. Um, Kansas City will win over them by a touchdown a week ago, mm-hmm. and they only won by three, wasn't it? But I think Las Vegas is not Kansas City. They, basically, they don't run. No, no, they're not Kansas City. They're not Kansas City. I still got Cincinnati. I would not. I got Cincinnati, of course, but I would say expect a touchdown. Um, I would say the total will probably over go over forty nine. Over in a playoff It's not game, gonna though. be. It's not gonna be a defensive game. Nope. Both of their defenses are not like that. Very suspect. Um, but both of their offenses are high powered. The Raiders' offense is shot because they do not have rugs. They do not have a couple more key people. Um, so like, I'm not gonna lie. I just rap. I say a safer bet will be the Bengals. I don't see Joe Burrow t- tensing up because we've seen in the national championship in game situations, even against Mahomes, even against exactly. the Eagles. Exactly, he's he's done it. He's but done Derek it. Carr has also done it. Let's not slouch. He's won four straight games to get him here. Derek Carr has been working with like Derek Carr was in a bad situation. Got he a new coach. Kept it moving. Derek Carr is a great quarterback. I just feel like as far as the entire total offense, I see my boy Jamar Chase having about a 200-some yard game, so, and I see them leading by a touchdown. I touched that. At least. I give them a touchdown. That is a Saturday game. We got a Saturday game. It is a Saturday game. We're going to go to the uh, Patriots but next. That's but another we're gonna Saturday also, game. We're going to also look at um, individual players real quick, guys. What do you mean individual players? Who's in and who's out? Like, what do you mean? Oh, we can't really look at individual players. It's not Friday. Well, it's not Friday yet. No, they haven't released any. We gotta look at the injury reports, but we'll look at the injury reports later, so you guys can kind of try to make some early um, decisions or whatnot. Um, we're looking at New England and Buffalo. That's another Saturday game at seven. Get New England with the spread. I would not bet on the money line because it can literally go either way. You think? New England's going to win? Or, like, keep the spread? My I bad. said give New England with okay. a spread of plus four. It's plus four, yeah. It's, a it's, plus four spread would be a pretty safe bet just for the simple fact. Belichick will slow it down. Belichick will slow it down, and Buffalo is very one-dimensional. They're going to throw the ball. And New England has a very tough on defense. Very. But I feel like if it's not windy, I think 
they're going to go over that by a lot. If it's not windy, even if it's cold, as long as the wind's not blowing a lot and it's not snowing, they're going to throw the ball. They're going to keep going to downfield. And if they start getting over plus 14, I don't think Mac Jones can really hang with that. You see they like to dink and dunk it. They like to throw it off in the flat. They do like short slants. And they try to run the ball with Damian oh. Harris, but it doesn't go well. Oh. So I don't really know. This is going to be a game that they're going to be playing in very, very cold weather. But it's not windy. Last time it was 50 miles an hour winds. That's why they th- ran the ball and threw the ball only like three times. Ten, yeah, it's not going to be very windy, but it's going to be very, very cold. But Josh Allen played in Wyoming. Josh Allen is great in playing in the cold. Matt in Jones has been. Who knows? He's been doing something in the cold. So they're in New England. I, I think they're going to go over that minus four. I think so. I think as long as it's not freaking 30-mile-an-hour winds, they're going to air it out. Stephon Diggs is going to get a touchdown. Um, Cole Beasley's going to get a touchdown. Um, they've been running the ball a little bit more. But Devin I feel Singletary, like Mac Jones is going to throw for two to three touchdowns, and I feel like that um, Bennett is going to run. Is that is that um, their running back's name? Who? New Blue? England. Oh, Damian Harris? Damian Harris. There we go. Yeah. Damian Harris is going to r- rush for a touchdown. Yeah, but he's gonna, that's, that's going to be a goal line touchdown. Unless he just gets a breakaway, which I doubt. I feel like he's going to get his own touchdown outside of that. Mm. I feel like he might have to, but he'll probably have one. What's the over-under on the points? The over-under is... 44. I will. 44. I'll take that. I'll take the over. I think Josh Allen will run it up. Well... Ooh, I don't even know. I don't even know. I would say the over, but it's the defenses are gonna go crazy though. But Bills can't stop the run. But and that's all the Patriots do. The Bills can't stop the run. That's all the Patriots do is run the ball. And the Patriots really can't stop the run. But the Patriots don't have to worry about stopping the run. They don't really stop the pass either. I mean, they do. They do stop the pass. Not last time they played. He aired it out. Oh, yeah, he did. Josh Allen went for 350. Where did they play last time? In New England. They played in New England. Mm -hmm. First time they played, they lost in Buffalo. It was cold. It was raining. Raining, snowing. And it was 50 miles an hour winds. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie. I would say take the spread with New England. Um, Plus Uh, four. Nah, I'm still going with the touchdown. I got Buffalo taking this one home. It's too easy. It's not too easy because it's Belichick. A division game in the playoffs? They lost to the Dolphins last week. A division game in the playoffs. They lost to the Dolphins last week in the Sun. A division game in the playoffs. They may have just thrown that game away because they know they were getting in, but I don't think they have the talent to really stand up to other talent in the playoffs. Yeah, I, I just think that we get the Bills a little too much. I agree, but if, if they were to play, let's say – they let's both say, had a tiebreaker. Let's say if New England were to play Philly, yeah. then I'd be like, yeah, New England's got that. But this is Buffalo, and when they play it against, and like when they're able to throw it, and they do pretty well, they're still 10-4. and four, Not 10-4, and four, 11 and 11-6, um, I think. I mean, but they beat Buffalo. Yeah, but they also got lost to Buffalo. <laughs> Yeah, and it was it went both ways. The first time they played, I would say the plus four because the first time the Patriots beat Buffalo by four. The second time Buffalo beat the Patriots by twelve. So 
I, I'm going to say it really can go It depends on way. if they can throw the ball or not. That's what I'm telling you. And I feel like they're going to be able to throw the ball. It's not going to be windy. They're going to be able to throw the ball, Also, man. we have to take into consideration COVID protocols as well and how those may have affected. And we don't know those yet. Right, exact, I'm talking about um, when they last played, when uh-huh. the Bills won. Who was that? I'm trying to think. Stephon was playing. I mean, Harris was playing as far as I know. I haven't really heard a lot of COVID issues between either of those programs, really. Not even from the Titans, though. The Titans just been injured. We'd be hurt. We don't be sick. Ooh, Matt Jones threw two interceptions. Ah. No touchdowns. Ah. Damian Harris rushed for 103 yards and three touchdowns. What'd that tell you, though? <whistles> They're going to run the ball. Kobe Myers is hunting here and here. They're going to run the ball. Yep. Because it most likely was overcast. But. So. Like I said, that's for that game. But you, do you still want to go with the spread and, and the under? Is that what you're saying? I got the Patriots. Wow. With the plus four. Wow. So you're not saying they're going to win. You're going to just keep it close. I'm not going to bet on who's going to win because it can literally go either way. And either way, it. I would prefer for the Patriots to win. But if the Bills win, I mean, I'll take it. I got the Bills by a touchdown, and I got them going over because they're going to run it up. Next game, that's a noon game on Sunday, the 16th. We got Philadelphia Eagles at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay last week was an 8.5 favorite, and if, they still are an 8.5 If Philly favorite. had... The over is 46 if points. If Philly would have played Dallas again, I would give the edge to Philly. But they're playing Tampa Bay. Tom Brady's going to wipe the floor. Balling, balling. I'm actually not even... I'm going to just go ahead and say this. Choose the spread, uh, like with the Tampa, Tampa Bay. Bay. That's over two touchdowns. Yeah, do the negative. Do the do the negative eight five. That's that's ten points. They can win by ten points. Dude, they they will win by more than ten points. I'm the over is forty six points. I feel like they're gonna go over that because Philadelphia's gonna run the ball and running the ball works. Like I said last week, you're not gonna win unless you can run the ball. I feel like it's gonna go to forty five for the simple fact Tom Brady's gonna throw like three touchdowns. That too, and have but like I feel like on top of that, Philly's also gonna get on the board, and that's gonna. I get feel that like over. they'll get on the board, but they're not gonna get on the board a lot. I know, but I'm just saying to get the over, Tom Brady's gonna get like three or four of them. Yeah, I don't know if Fournette's playing, but they're running um, Keyshawn Vaughn now, so he might get a goal line touchdown. Let me look at Tampa Bay's injury report. So I think. Philadelphia will get like 10 points, and then Tom Brady will have 30, 37. <laughs> like, it might be like that. It might be 17 to 30. They're pretty banged up right now. Yeah, but. Ronald Jones did not practice. Um, Ryan Jensen had light practice. Cyril Grayson had light practice. Mike Evans had light practice. Hamstring issues. They're just getting ready. They just won last week, and they rested everybody after like the fourth quarter in the, in the Panthers game. Keyshawn Vaughn full practice. Okay, that's good. And I mean, there's not really Jalen Hurts full practice. I mean, there's not really much. Everybody playing. Yeah, as of right now, it's not really looking like anybody's going to be out. Um, I'm going to look at what the update is on Leonard Fournette. He did get hurt. Next game, I think this is a. So Leonard Fournette did return back from the injury reserve. Okay. For the wild card. Okay. So he'll be in, so the run game will be strong. I got the Buccaneers winning by uh, take the over yeah. uh-huh, on the Buccaneers. Yeah. Like 
<laughs> that might be oh, it might get waxed. It, it's okay though, because yeah, nobody expected Philly to be there. Yeah. They're, now they're about to get shot. They might get waxed. That it's it's unfortunate. But um, San, this is a weird line. Listen to this: San Francisco at Dallas. Dallas is only a three point favorite. But the over-under on points is 51. That's the highest over-under this week. What do you think about that? I'm taking the under on those points. I'm taking San Fran. And I might take San Fran, too. I'm taking San Fran. Dallas is not a home field advantage. This, okay, so this is what I want to say. This is what I want to say with San Fran. This is my logic. It's not even about Dallas being a home field advantage. Run that ball. Run that ball. Run that ball. Because, look. Jimmy Garoppolo cannot be trusted when you have Trayvon Diggs on the field. If you yeah, throw or it, Micah Parsons, he might get hit multiple times. He might times. get destroyed. But you have Debo Samuel. And he's, he's a he's a You have Army running guy. backs. I don't even know their names, but they're all fast. You have a lot of weapons. You have linemen that can do some stuff. Good you have defense. a defense. Good defense. A great George, defense. George Kittle. And you keep saying a lot of teams can't win with a tight end, but you George can. Kittle is cold. You can, but you just gotta have a quarterback that doesn't make mistakes, and that's Jimmy G. As long as you as long as Jimmy G limits mistakes, they will beat the Cowboys. And I'm not gonna well, lie. I would choose the spread for it and I choose the money line personally. I'm wow. not gonna I would wow. I would personally You got it all you got it locked that San Francisco. That's what you're saying. I got San Francisco beating Dallas. I see Dallas as a one and done. I do I not have faith. S- I think, think about it. Dallas has two main well, on defense they have two main weapons. Three. Four. Four. I can name four of them. Name. Mike Parsons. Yes. Javon Diggs. Yes. D Law. Okay. Randy Gregory. Okay. Their their pass rush is just elite. That's their, it. Their pass rush is elite. That's it. But what about the rush? Like the run game, they don't run the ball. I agree. They I don't. Mean, them, they're secondary. Protecting the rush. Oh, the rush. Um, overall, they kind of had a mixed season, right? So exactly. the first beginning of the season, they were like bottom in rush defense. Then in the back end of the season, they're like top eight. So they sit at like thirteenth, fourteenth. They're you not really. Play. I I I. Their defense is good thanks to two guys. I'm going to be honest. Two young guys. Two young guys. Yeah. Then you go back over on their offense. And really the only person on their offense is Dak. Yeah, you have some receivers, but your receivers are really only going as far as Dak will take them. And what I've learned from them is like, and everybody keeps throwing this stat out there. Skip, Skip Bayless of Undisputed throws this out there a lot. He'll say, the Dallas is, I think, 8-1 and one whenever they run the ball over 100 yards. Mm-hmm. And they haven't really been doing that. The last time they didn't run over 100 yards and they won a game, Dak didn't play. It was Kellen Moore. Not Kellen Moore. Um, the backup. Um, I forgot his name. He has a funny name. But it was the backup that won that game. It was against the Vikings. I know you're talking about. But... Cooper Rush. I, Cooper Rush. That's a name. That's a nice. That's a nice quarterback name. I know exactly what you're talking about. Strong name. But um, I think Dallas can do it. I feel like they can do it. I don't have them on the money line. One and done. I think this is just this is the one team this that that could really benefit them because of Jimmy G. It's the same problem for both teams, literally. Like, what is the quarterback gonna do? Because with Jimmy G, it's like sometimes. He looks good, and then he does something really dumb. 
And then when Dak is like, sometimes he looks good. Nick Bosa won't hit Dak's head. This, Nick Bosa going to hit Dak. Micah Parsons going to hit Jimmy. It's it's going to be hell everywhere, bro. It's going to be just death and destruction. And then like, and then it's just it comes down to which team's going to run the ball. Because when Dallas runs the ball, they're pretty good. But San Francisco always runs the ball. So they said to Dallas, like Dallas, are you gonna are you gonna be ready to bang? Because they're gonna hit you every time. They're gonna come to that line mm-hmm. and they're gonna try to throw you around. They got Trent Williams, they got an all-pro line, everybody knows what's happening. They got three running backs, and all they do is rotate. They don't get tight. That's all and they that's do. That's what I'm saying. Like they're not gonna be able to keep up with that rushing game. Dallas, I don't think Dallas really defends against the rush very well. But what I will say is it's just I I do I have to pick? Do I have to pick a team? Is that is that how this works? I mean, shoot, if you're making me pick a team, then go ahead. Uh, I'ma say I got San Fran. I say Dallas. I think Jimmy G is going to And it's gonna be under fifty. I think points. he's gonna choke and I think it's gonna be under two. But I'm not I'm not taking the money line. I'm just taking the three point spread for Dallas. I don't think they're gonna win that thing for real. I don't I take three point spread for San Fran. I'm not gonna lie. Pittsburgh at Kansas City Chiefs. Um Pittsburgh. The oh, the plus they are a twelve point I favorite. See, I see Pittsburgh completely ruining Kansas City season. And this is my bold prediction of the week. Mm. I see Pittsburgh ruining this is just like me calling Jacksonville and Indianapolis. I see Pittsburgh ruining Kansas. I don't know, man. I, 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 their offense is suspect. Their defense is really good, but their offense is so. That's the. That's where I think it's gonna lie. I think it's gonna be a defensive thing, and the and then Kansas City's defense is not like that. They're not that. But it's not like Kansas City is facing Cincinnati again. They're facing Pittsburgh. Like their I just defense want you to is know, not. I would not sleep on Najee Harris. Najee Harris is a stud. That's exactly what I'm saying. I. I they're a twelve point favorite. That's two touchdowns. The over under on points is forty six points. I would definitely do the spread. I would definitely do the plus twenty on uh, twelve and a half spread. I would do the twelve and a half spread, but I would do Chiefs money line. Take that plus twelve. It's gonna be a close game. Mahomes gonna do Mahomes things. It's gonna be the same way they have with the Denver game. Mahomes same way. Up. TJ Watts, Watts going to break through. He's going to hit Mahomes. Mahomes going to get hurt. Cardinals at Rams. Rams and Cardinals. I called both of those losses for them last week. I just want y'all to understand that I called both of those. Two most inconsistent teams. And they're in the same division. I'm going to be honest. And one of them is going to move on. That's what's crazy. I don't care which one wins. Or losers, because whichever one wins, they're gonna, gonna be out the, the next, next round. round. <laughs> they're gonna be out the next round. <laughs> Neither one of them are making it to the championship. Uh, the Rams get a lot of praise, but I think they get a lot of praise because of who's on their roster really? and not for how they actually play. Really, I think so too. Um, their coach is a decent coach, but if you think about their quarterback, their quarterback is kind of bun. I told he's not bun. I just said in recent weeks he's been throwing interceptions, and it's just he I don't. Runs. I don't know if if I don't know the Titans lit him up so if the Cardinals the winner of the Cardinals and Rams would play the winner of the San Francisco 49ers and Dallas Cowboys I feel like an NFC West team could really make it far because of this because if they play the Dallas Cowboys I don't know if they play the San Francisco 49ers I don't know because everybody in the NFC is so suspect the NFC West 
Um, it has three teams in it. Three of them, and they're all suspect. They're not all. None of them are contenders. And then the only good teams you got in there, and they're finna play next week, is Green Bay and Tom Brady, and they're finna get out the playoffs fast. So one of them is finna be gone in two weeks. One of them. That's what's scary. Nah, Tom Brady and um, Aaron Rodgers are gonna be on separate sides of the bracket. No, they're not. Oh, they are. Is yep. that how that works? So how it, ah, how the winning I, goes? I'm, look, I'm looking at this graph. So they would. So how the winning goes? Tampa Bay would play against. Either. It goes who the lowest seed is. So if Dallas wins, then Dallas um. So they would rearrange Dallas would the have, rankings. They Dallas would. would have to play the Cardinals. Mm. But if the Rams win, then they would have to play somebody else. It's really just depending on who, who wins, wins and what's what? the seeding. But Tampa Bay would not see um, Green Bay until the NFC Championship. Okay. I was about to say, because I'm looking at this bracket, and it looks like it's a straight line NBA That's bracket. That's how the seeding goes. Uh, uh, what are the seeds of it? You match up the playoff seeds. Titans clinch the number one. Yes, sir. Number one. So, as you know, number one is the Green Bay Packers in the NFC. Oh. Okay, so if the Steelers beat the Chiefs, we have the Steelers. Okay. If the Raiders beat the Bengals, we have the Raiders. So we have the lowest seed. We have the lowest seed. Whoever okay. is the lowest seed that gets through. Okay. So if the Chiefs, the Bills, and the Bengals win, we have the Bengals. That would suck. I don't want the Bengals outright. I would prefer to play the Patriots. I don't want the Bengals. Who are the Bengals playing? The Bengals are playing um, the Raiders. Raiders. I'll give me the Raiders. I'd rather take the Raiders. I'd rather take the Patriots. Give me the Steelers. I'd rather take the Steelers. The only team I'm really not sure is the Bengals, and that's just because Joe Burrow can score a will. If they can shut down Jamar Chase, which I feel like they can, we're good. Mm. But the thing is, Derrick Henry is going to have a field day. I believe so, too, but still. The first game back, he is going to take off. Hand inside of your face, man. That's, 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 I'm just, I, I hope. Because we haven't seen him yet, and I hope he comes back with a bang. Here's the number one is, in the NFC, is the Packers. So, if they were to move on, if the Eagles were to move on, they'll play the Eagles, which I doubt. That's, yeah, that's not happening. So, they got to play either the Niners, or the Cardinals, or the Rams, or the Cowboys, depending on who wins and who loses. Basically. That is. Any of those four teams, they can play next. Oh, they're going to wipe the floor with any of them. Exactly. So, wow, wow. All right now. But those are our picks for those games. I, I think I got the I, I think I got the Cardinals on the road. They're a plus they're a 3.5 favorite the Rams are 3. D Hop back. D Hop is back in the playoffs. I have the Cardinals. I got the Cardinals. <laughs> yeah, I chose If D Hop is back then Kyler Murray has a target. I saw that this morning. Kyler like, wow. Murray is shooting the ball everywhere downfield. And those are all the games that are coming up this weekend for the wild card games. We just told you all the different spreads. We have a little insight into some of these games. I'm going to give you a little insight onto the Cincinnati game. So, you say it's going to be a touchdown. I think it's going to be like plus 14. The Raiders aren't defensively good. And the Bengals' defense is better than people think, and they don't really run the ball in Las Vegas. So that's what I'm going to say. If you want to bet, they don't run the ball, though, a lot. He just gets good yardage. You know what I mean? Like, it's not a, it's not a 
a plan for them to run the ball 30 times a game. And they're going to fight for it. But that's the only thing that I'm going to say about this. I don't really know too much about betting, but that's all I know about the Raiders. I called them last week against the Chargers because the Chargers have terrible coaching. Horrible coaching. We're saying that. Horrible coaching. I don't understand how all these other people got fired, fired. and he didn't get fired. Um, we got some upcoming games for you. Coming in later on this week, the Grizzlies are at home until January 17th. They have just finished playing Golden State, where they went 10 records in a, 10 games in a row, a consecutive row, which is a franchise record. They are going to finish their out their home stand in Minnesota with Minnesota, Dallas, and Chicago. Speaking of the NBA, a couple headlines that happened in the NBA this week. Like I just said, the Grizzlies just set a franchise record going 10 wins in a row. But did you know that John Morant is the first Grizzlies player to ever meet the player of the week, to ever win the player of the week in the NBA twice? It's only been done once by Mike Conley. And he's the first to ever do it twice in a row. So he's the first to do it twice and twice in a row. The 76ers are still trying to trade Ben Simmons, but now they're also shopping around Tobias Harris with him. The thing about their contracts are it's about $80 million, and no one knows how they're going to trade $80 million. On top of that, Klay Thompson returned on January 9th. He scored 18 points on 20 shots in a win against the Cavaliers. And then, on top of that, we just have random games that are coming out, like last night where you had the Bulls that were defeated by the Nets. It was a battle of the first and the second seed in the East, but it was a blowout by the Nets as they were on the road. This is the 15th time that Katie, Kyrie, and Durant all played together as teammates. There's a couple of surprise teams in the NBA. Cavaliers sit at fifth in the NBA in the East, while the Grizzlies sit at third in the West and are currently leading all teams in turnovers, turnovers, steals, blocks, and third in rebounds, which is surprising for this team. That's about all we have for the NBA. There's not much else going on except for these records. I can give you these power rankings really fast. Um, also, the only, the only one thing that really happened is that the Hawks have traded Cam Reddish to the Knicks. That's a good, that's pretty good news. Cam Reddish is a good player, though. Um, Unrelated to sports, got in. Tom Cruise is in talks with Marvel about being the next Iron Man. Tom Cruise? Yeah. Next Iron Man. So what does that mean? Um, I think that the article states that they're recasting Robert Downey Jr. with Tom Cruise. Maybe in the alternate dimension Iron Man or something. I don't know. That's dumb. But I know they're bringing Iron Man back apparently. They so. shouldn't do that. Well... If they're talking about the Illuminati and needing all these bright minds and everything, Tony Stark is pretty... pretty. Like they are going to try to bring the Illuminati into the MCU. And if, for those of you that don't know... I heard it was supposed to be introduced in uh, Doctor Strange. That'd be fun to look at. But for those that don't, the Illuminati that we hear about all the time is not the one that we're talking about. This is the one from the Marvel Universe. It's another secret society that kind of runs everything and everyone, but kind of the mystic art side which is why we're hoping that it comes in Doctor Strange. I'm loving the new cosmic and intergalactic and the mystic arts that are finally coming into the MCU. It shouldn't be all super strong heroes. We need some some tacticians, some magicians, people like that. I love that stuff. People that have great powers. I love how they're casting Tom Holland. I love Spider-Man. It all went pretty well. Um, 
here's another thing that's coming up for you. The Pro Bowl is on February 6th. Speaking of the Pro Bowl, all we have one more thing to talk Colts. about. All of the Colts players will be available. All them Pro Bowlers. Seven Pro Bowlers. The Guaranteed. Most, the most in NFL. Guaranteed. And where y'all at? To be at the Pro Bowl. Y'all at the crib. I mean, y'all gonna be at the Pro Bowl, but they staying in shape for the Pro Bowl. They, 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 they season not over yet. Y'all get y'all no. still playing. Y'all still got one more game because if y'all had won that game against the Jaguars, y'all be getting ready for the playoffs. But no, y'all if y'all had won that playoff. game against the Jaguars, y'all will be playing the Bengals right now. Mm, but y'all suck, and y'all would have had a chance against the Bengals. But. And then y'all would have got to play us. And he even said that y'all would win. Like last week, he said if y'all got in, that y'all were running down and y'all would have a chance. And y'all couldn't even beat the Jaguars because couldn't y'all trash. Because Damn. y'all are trash. Seven Pro Damn Bowlers. It. And this is that one guy that says Hut that ruined it for y'all. The one guy, the one that wasn't a Pro Bowl. Tough. Um, another event coming up January 22nd. Nganu versus Gain UFC is coming up. You're the big UFC fan. Can you tell me a little bit about Nganu's way of boxing and what makes him so superior? Let me bring up his record so Nganu. everybody understands. Oh, the he don't box. He a UFC fighter. Not I mean, boxing, you know he, what I mean. He fighting. used to box, but Francis Nganu is really one of the better um, pound for pound fighters inside of the UFC right now. UFC 270. Um, He's 16 and 3, and he's the heavyweight champion of the world right now. Indeed. But right now, this is the unification belt that'll take place at UFC 270 on January 22nd. So the unification belt unites what leagues? The interim um, heavyweight belt, which is controlled by Cyril Ghani, mm-hmm. and the heavyweight belt, which is controlled by Francis Ngannou. So who's the contender? Or is are either of them really considered contenders? Who would you consider as the favorite? They're both champions. They're both champions. Okay. Uh, Francis Ngannou will probably be the favorite. Um. BetMGM has, let's see what BetMGM has listed as the favorite. But Francis Ngannou has a lot of knockouts. I'm not going to lie. He just completely just wipes the floor with somebody. He got a lot of power from what I've seen. Dude, nah, like, beyond power. Like, he, I'm talking about imagine getting hit with a freaking cinder block at full speed. I've heard his force is almost similar to getting hit with a truck. Yeah, it's, it's. Pretty yeah, it's pretty stupid. That's pretty insane. He's sixteen and three. Every single every most of his fights, how many knockouts has it had? They you actually know? got Cyril Gone as the favorite. Wow. And Francis Ngannou um is the uh, underdog. Wow. I'm not gonna lie, I got money on Francis Ngannou. Yeah, they're both French, but I got money on my Nigerian brother. So it's just a different type of wit. Yeah, Cyril Gaon is essentially a lightweight fighter. Mm-hmm. Lightweight, but um, he's essentially a lightweight is fighter he now. Do you know? I mean, he's like two hundred. I mean, he's two eighty-five now, man. So he, he got up to the weight. But he, no, he, I'm, what I'm saying is he's never fought at that weight. He's essentially like a lightweight fighter. The way that he moves, the way that he can do move. Mm-hmm. Now, his his jujitsu is like superb. Do you feel like he can take that punch though? That's the thing. It's only it's close odds. It's only now if they get on the ground and stuff. Cyril gone if he can if he can keep if he can keep it going. If his chin is strong, if he can take them licks. He's definitely gonna win on the ground game, on but the, not in the I'm striking talking, game. I'm talking about all the over. Oh, or he, he can just kick, withstand. He can do a lot. Okay, so he's he's talented. So I see why he's Francis Ngannou. However, 
I'm sorry, they say he hit harder than Mike Tyson. But he's a truck. This one I've seen him got him. Like the way that he fights, it's like he boxes. He's a truck, man. Like he boxes. But the odds are real close. Cyril Gain is right now, as of January twelfth, is a one twenty favorite. And Francis Ngannou has a two inch uh, advantage over on the reach. reach. And if it becomes a boxing game, they don't want that. That that's exactly what I think it's gonna become. It's about Francis Ngannou. Can he protect the takedown? Can he protect himself and stand up? If he can stay standing up and it's a straight standing bang, I got Francis Ngannou all day long. Well, now, we got some interesting things. These are just kind of tidbits that we heard throughout the week that we felt that we should share with y'all. And now I have a little bit of an opinion on. Number one, Prime does it again. What did Prime do? He went out to that portal. He went out to them recruits. He started talking to them parents. He said, I'm going to get the number one slot wide receiver in the country to go along with the number one cornerback in the country to Jackson State. What do you think about these HBCUs, specifically Prime? Prime doing the thing. I'm not going to say it's HBCUs. I'm going to say this is Jackson State. Prime uh, doing the thing. There's a difference between regular HBCUs and Jackson State University. Jackson State University has Deion Sanders, Primetime. Yeah. And nobody's really giving up that offer. Oh, Primetime came to my height. You telling me one of the greatest – Football Offense, players, defense, special teams. One of the greatest football players of all time came to my high school to talk to me and told me he wants to coach me. And he take thinks me I'm good enough to and be then, coached. First and of then, all. on top of that, when he got um, the number one, the number one corner in the country, he completely just shook everybody. But you got to think about it. If I'm a corner and I'm the best, I want to learn from the best, the Hall of Famer, the Hall of Fame best. And you're training directly under him. But he also played wide receiver. And he also played kick return and punt return. Safety. Like, he's played almost every position that a skilled player can play. So if I'm a skilled player. This just in. David Culley is out as head coach at the Houston Texans. Wow. Wow. That just happened? That just happened just now. Wow. That just appeared on my phone. I thought they would have kept him. Because he, he found a gym in Davis Mills, man. So yes. I guess Davis, Davis Mills gave his job. Davis Mills got, kept, keeps his job. But the David, who is David Cully? Who knows? His, David Cully. This is his first season. I ain't going to lie. David Cully walked around with a pocket full of Hubba Bubba. You should have known something was wrong with that. Hubba Why you chewing Bubba. so much gum? Yes. Not even gum that makes your breast milk. Not even it. gum. Make it, it, it's, the, it's the gum you get out the little candy machine. Come on, man. Come on, man. It's not. I mean, on one, on one hand... It's not personal. Y'all knew y'all were going to lose this season. I didn't think you were going to get fired because y'all beat us. And we're technically y'all rival. I get, are we rivals with everybody in the AFC South, I guess? I yeah. guess that's the only people that we really care about. That's our division. I mean, but yeah, but like, you know, you have some games where it's like interdivision, but you see them all the time. Division games are always going to be your highest rivalry. But, and then the Steelers but, are out of division. Of the, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The Steelers, that's what I'm thinking about. Like, I hate, hate. We always see them. I hate them freaking towel. I'm getting, I hate y'all. I do. I don't even know how y'all still got in the playoffs. I don't Cause understand. Because they beat us. Yeah. That's how they got we in the playoffs. Had, had we won, we would have took away their opportunity like we took away Miami. But it wouldn't even have to come down to Miami had we beat them. Had we just beat them. That's all we had to do. We were five points short. But Coach Prime, like I was saying, doing it again, man. It's just I think it's powerful to see. Like this is night. There's none of these players. What I like, they're not exposing or telling people 
if they're getting any NIL deals because they don't have to. If they don't want to, it's their business. So there's we as far as we know, they're just going because you know they what? want to let play me, the Let prime. me go ahead and say something real quick. I don't think that everyone should just be harping and saying that these NIL deals are the reason that people are going to certain schools. Facts, me too. I'm going to straight up say it like this. They're black. Okay? They're black. It, it, it's straight like that. It's a lot of and comfort. You know, you, it's you, a lot of comfort being exactly. at HBCU. After, after 2020, 2020 kind of shook up race relations in the nation. And we're not going to get too much into politics on this show. We should I'm just saying this just to kind of make a point. For context. Um, for context. Essentially, they share the same color. And they share the same heritage. Sat from the same place. You know, they can talk to each other. They can see each other's backgrounds. They can relate on a different level. On a deeper level. Basically, primetime can essentially be like a father figure to this young man. But also, and you can't get personally that from same experience thing. going to an HBCU, it's you learn a different comfort, and it sounds bad because you should be comfortable around all people. But some some jokes hit better because we all been there, even though we shouldn't all be have have relatability to some of these sad jokes. You know what I'm saying? It just makes you feel more comfortable to relate to certain things. And I, Nick Saban is just a great coach, like just football wise. But some things are bigger than football, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, some people, you know, maybe they just want a relationship with somebody like a father figure. And, like, people don't realize, like, a lot of us take for granted, a lot of us that do have fathers in our lives take for granted having a father. But I'm going to say that we're going to get back with you guys after a small commercial break. Just hang tight with us. Trump card talking about Coach Prime and the the change in the NIL. I think the NIL is going to be great for non-group five conferences like the Athletic American Conference, Division two, Division three, even it's just anybody that wants to. You know, it's like there's people that go to school and don't have very many clothes. Their parents don't have a lot of money, things like that. And when you're a football player, you really can't work or you know make money. But now you can. So go to whatever school you can. Get your bread. But I feel like you also ignore the um, point that a lot of these football players do come in with money. Some of them, a lot of them do, yeah. A lot of them do. But a lot of them don't. A lot of them don't. I feel like it's a double-edged sword because what the main thing was, they didn't want them to basically be pro athletes in yeah. college. Yeah. But it's harder than pro athletes at this point. I mean, if you're not making money, you're traveling all the time, you still got to go to class. Mm-hmm. You can't pay for your own stuff. You can't buy anything for yourself. It can get pretty. You can't get it. It can get pretty difficult, man. And for some people that aren't one and done, like if you're a one and done, and you know you're a one and done, you just gotta get C's, and you can go a whole year without having a job because they're gonna make sure you're straight. But if you're not a one and done, let's say you're a two or three year player, which happens a lot. You know, some players don't get drafted until they're like three years out of college, and it happens. Mm -hmm. It's harder for you. It's easier for you now, and eventually they're gonna regulate it. But until then. Get that bread. Yeah, right now, I'm telling everybody, go ahead, get your money, get your bread, run it up. Um, they are going to regulate it, and they're probably going to regulate it soon, probably in the next year or two. Get it fast. But go ahead, get your money. 
and other HBCU news. If you're a six string, go ahead. Get right. <laughs> Not even a six string. No, at least be a at least be a a, set, a starter if you gonna go be ahead. out here He's asking right. for NIL. Bro, no, I, I know people that don't even get to play. I know people that don't even get to play. I, I know the people that don't even get to play, and they they're in college so, athletics, and they have all these NIL deals, and I'm just like. How you're 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 garbage. But if you got a lot of followers online, go for it. No, no, not even that either. It's just thirteen hundred followers. Team. You tell me thirteen hundred followers and you're getting paid two hundred and fifty dollars every two weeks. Dang. For what? Posting? You got some body armor? Wow. Hell no. Wow. No. I Man, refuse I, to believe. Get your money then. I refuse. Get your money then. In other HBCU news, TSU offensive coordinator and. Well-known former NFL head coach Hugh Jackson has interviewed to be Grambling's head coach, another HBCU, and is likely to sign. As you know, Tennessee's head coach is another former NFL great, Eddie George, who's had the best record in TSU history in the last five years. So I think this is a good thing for HBCUs. Prime, Eddie George, and now Hugh Jackson. I wonder who else is going to come around. We need more professional talent upper level talent in these schools because a lot of these players on these HBCUs, they can go to the NFL. There's plenty of D3 players, plenty of D2 players, plenty of OVC players, but they got to get there and be coached correctly to do that. And I think this is a good thing to do. And I do want to let um, a lot of these smaller conferences know, um, especially like schools like Tennessee State, Mm -hmm. um, that don't really play too much people. And the people you do play are mainly conference school, um, schools, and you're in the Ohio Valley Conference. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a different level of football. It is. They want to move from the OVC. They're going to have to get out of the OVC if they want to be better. They want to go to the SWAC. Well, not they. I say students want us to go to the want TSU to go to the SWAC. So alumni want um, TSU to go back to the SWAC. Right, so we can play more HBCU teams, which I'm for. I'm all for. We can play Dion Prime. Twice a year, maybe. That brings a lot of revenue in. Because the Ohio Valley Conference, Austin P left. Yeah, but Austin P's not good. Yeah, but they're out. And I think Eastern Kentucky is leaving, too. So everybody in the Tennessee and Kentucky is just kind of... They're moving up. I guess. They're moving up to uh, other conferences and stuff. Another Tennessee team, former Titans head coach, Jeff Fisher... Interview for a job at Eastern Tennessee State University Damn. as the head coach. They don't know if he's likely to sign, but he did interview for it. We have personal feelings on Jeff Fisher. I don't think he's horrible. I just think he's bad. But he, as a, when you're a Titans fan and you're young, you know you root for your team no matter what. You're like, oh, we I, were there through the trenches of. Jeff you know, Fisher. you're like, ooh, I like this pick. Ooh, I like this person they picked up. Okay, I guess we can roll with Logan Woodside. Okay, who is Rusty Smith? Okay, it's just so many questionable decisions. The only good thing that really happened during his tenure, and I don't even think it was during his tenure, it was of Demarco Murray. I think that was after him. So I don't have any good feelings toward him. But good luck getting that job. Good luck. Good luck. Other NFL news. Um, The New York Jets and the Detroit coaches, some of the worst teams in the NFL, are coaching the Senior Bowl. This year's Senior Bowl is for high school athletes. Is it for high school or for college? I'm sorry. High school. Oh, wait. Senior Senior Bowl Bowl, for college. College athletes. I'm sorry. For Senior Bowl college athletes who are hoping to go to the NFL. And like I'm saying, these are seniors. Four years they've played. 
So imagine them without NIL deals. Some of them are not on five-star recruits level. Some of them are not in big conferences. But now you can get invited to the Senior Bowl. Oh yeah, you can get invited. But it's just like throughout the four years, how did you maintain yourself, maintain living? Oh uh, yeah, true. That's what I'm saying. It's different when you're a one and done. But four years in college, four years without being able to get a job, four years without being able to sell your likeness, that's a long time. The Giants GM retired. Yeah, but I I think he got forced out. Yeah, I think it was an ultimatum. Man, they like you like Joe Judge. Why? And he was like, well, he's my guy, but why? He's 4-12. Either you can go or he can go. Both y'all can go. He was like, well, I'll just resign then. All right, bye. Well. He said, and I quote, Giants co-owner said, this is the most embarrassed he's ever been as an owner. I, I can see that. But what I want to see is this. New York is the media powerhouse. There's always cameras. Even if you're good or bad, there's always, like, Madison Square Garden always sells out. Imagine Eli Manning. He won twice in New York. Eli Manning's a married man. They play in New Jersey. Still, I mean, it's, it's, it's right down the street. Facts. But Eli Manning is a married man. But just imagine him winning in New York. He could have done whatever he wanted. He did it twice, though, against Tom Brady. Twice. That's crazy. To win in New York. And ever since then, they've been trash. What does that tell you when Eli Manning is the best quarterback you've ever had? In culture, Eli Manning is the only person to stop Tom Brady. Ever. If it's not a Manning. Ever. If it's not a Manning. Or Nick Foles, which is crazy to think about. That's right, Nick Foles. Which is crazy to think about, isn't it? Nick Foles is only the second quarterback ever to beat him. Three. It's always Manning's. It's a it's. He lost to Peyton? No. Peyton Manning beat him in the AFC Championship. So he, but in the Super Bowl, it's always been it's Eli, Eli and Nick Foles. And Nick Foles is the only other person. In culture, Gunna and Weekend both released albums this week. Gunna's was called DSF Forever. Weekend's was called Dawn FM. I have always said, well, I haven't always said, but recently I've been saying, The Weekend is, I think he's one of those, like, kind of legendary. He's always been around. Like, he's always putting out music, and his music is always, you always hear it. Mm-hmm. Radio, commercial, solid. I think I don't know. I have I have questions about Gunna. I think he just he's weird. The whole slime they're all weird. Except for maybe Lil Baby. Lil Baby's probably the coolest one. But the the rest of them weird. Um also Sidney Poitier, the first African American male to win an Oscar, passed away. Mm. May he rest in peace. Uh, he was shouted out by fellow actors such as Samuel Jackson, Morgan Freeman, um, et cetera, et cetera. And he is will be missed. Here is the funny stats that I have for you, Jerome. Yes, sir. Before we close out, I got two things that I want to tell you, and I'm going to make you need some options. You got to choose the right one, and we're going to see. If you get the right one, I'll send you. Okay, I'll send you five dollars to bet with. Five dollars to bet with, and if you win, you got to split it with me. But um, <laughs> Princeton basketball, they are the only team in the entire NCAA to consistently go over on the points total. Their overs on points are always so low. They're always like 80 points for the game, mm-hmm. and they're 9-2 and two against that. They always go over. That's the only team 
NFL and the entire country right now for the past year. That's so consistent against the over. Here's a funny stat for you. Would you believe who's this quarterback? Career stats. 5,969 yards passing. This is in four years. 6,000 yards, basically. Mm-hmm. 41 touchdowns and only 12 interceptions. Is this Cam Newton? Jimmy Garoppolo, Gardner Minshew, Ryan Tannehill. Who do you think it is? What conference? They were in the AFC. I gave you three AFC quarterbacks, but I kind of made it hard for you. You mean to say, what was the stats again? 6,000 yards passing, 41 touchdowns, 12 interceptions for his career. College career. He, I can't give you that because it's too specific. So then you'll know. Can't give you that. You want to guess? Gardner Minshew. God, it's, it is Gardner Minshew. Because you were like, for his, if you say you could, if you give see it to his me, stats, I'm thinking you saying like college, but no. if you saying college NFL. and pro. He's only in the NFL. Gardner Minshew has thrown six thousand yards passing, and only that's what eliminated Cam and Ryan. And only twelve interceptions, forty-one touchdowns. I just had to keep on thinking about the names you said for all. Gardner Minshew's QBR as a total is his highest QBR was a sixty-two over a season. But to think that he's only thrown 12 interceptions, and he was with the Jaguars. I mean, hey, man. That's what I found funny. I saw that on uh, ESPN, and I was like, wow, he's not bad. Why is he a backup? Because he just was not good. Yeah, I guess so. Well, I'm guessing that's going to be off of the Trump card this episode. That was everything this week. That was the scores. That was the headlines, the NFL, the NBA, the NCAA. Upcoming games, some funny things, some crazy headlines that we saw. I had a good time. This is Corey J. On the esports news, really quickly before we wrap up. Oh, snap, yeah. Wanted to just go ahead and say Xbox Game Pass, you guys are getting God of War, I mean, not God of War, Hitman Trilogy. Mm -hmm. It's going to be coming out January the 20th, is when it's set to launch on Xbox Game Pass subscription service and Xbox Game Pass Ultimate for consoles, PC. And mobile devices. God of War PC has released and the PC reviews are out. Right now they have a 90 overall and they said it's the best version of Fantastic Game. Hmm. I have another question for you. Didn't I also read somewhere that they are continuing PS4 production due to lack of materials to the PS5s? Um, that's really just because they can't make the chips. Yeah, there's the chip sh- shortage. Need it. But, you know, I, I got my PlayStation 5. So. <laughs> said, I'm happy. I'm good. Yeah. Said, I don't know about y'all. Um, essentially, they're phasing out PlayStation now. Mm. So I'm going to go ahead and activate my little free seven-day trial since I've never done it before. Same. Since they are going ahead and get rid of it. Might and as well see what they're talking about. Yeah, they're making a new Game Pass-like subscription service. Mm. So that's really, um, I'm not going to lie, I like that. Um, they've got... 
The Xbox One, I believe, is coming to an end with game development. So they're phasing out the Xbox One and moving on to the Pro S? Yes, there is stop development of the Xbox One S. Okay. So essentially, there's no more developments of Xbox Ones. Now they're only making new consoles. Um, hmm. Yeah, I mean, Microsoft has stuff, but at the same time... But who's buying... I'm not going to be mean and say who's buying an Xbox, but I think everybody's pretty much on the PlayStation wave right now. Yeah, and I mean, that's kind of why you can't find a PlayStation. They're the number one thing. They're the hottest things. Yeah, so... But I'm not saying Xbox is bad, but they just haven't... They haven't bounced back since the PS5 dropped. Yeah, um, yeah. Kirby, uh, the new Kirby game is going to have co-op launch on March 25th. I saw that. I yeah, want that that's game. That's actually um, going to be pretty fire. I'm I saw that. Out. I want that game. Yeah, that's going to be pretty live. Uh, Twisted Metal is getting a reboot and is being taken over by Fire uh, Sony's Fire Sprite Studio. Never Lucid heard Games are knocked from production. Never okay. heard of them. Um, basically, from the guys who made Destruction All-Stars, Lucid Games... Yeah, they've kind of got kicked out of development. No, I'm talking about the guy they handed it over to, the Fire Fire Sprite Studios. It's a newly acquired studio. Ah, so, so it yeah. might. I don't know. It might. It might be wrong. good. It might be bad. Um, we're also looking at Among Us to get a manga adaptation. I don't why? know why. Why? Nobody asked. Why? But you know. It, it, it's happening. Let's talk about how that game took over young kids because I never played it, but everybody kept asking me, do I play it? And I'm like, why? Yeah, it's not really. I mean, it's just. It's something to pass the time, I guess. I guess. Moving on. Um, I think that's it for our gaming news today. So for everybody out there, stay nice. Keep it easy. I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> you guys have a good one.